0: Welcome to the Chelsea Football Fancast, fueled by Guinness, powered by Celery. The show that, in spite of a dodgy start to the season, is definitely not in crisis. Chelsea got their first win of the season under their belt on Sunday to calm the nerves for the relegation battle to come. Well, that's what the red-tinted media would have us believe. New boy Pedro, replete with his dodgy tash, was the star of the show... But it was good to see the goal-pig Costa back on the score sheet and pocket-dynamo Cesar Aspilicueta scoring his first Premier League goal. Chelsea has become a veritable Spanish armada. But it was not all plain sailing, largely <laughs> thanks to our all-too-frequent nemesis, Mark Twattenburg, who harshly sent off JT with all the relish of Dracula about to bite into a voluptuous blonde virgin. But in truth our defence still looks like something out of a Hammer Horror Flick and appears to be leakier than the Mary Rose. Now, Ooh, uh, clever The Sophie Rose. I am. Well, so- well, I, don't, I don't know how leaky Sophie Rose is. I never got the chance to find out, so <laughs> But uh, there's still time. Is there? I'm not dead yet. <laughs> got a few more years left. Now, uh, I am, in fact, William Shakespeare, and the name of tonight's show is the Chelsea Football Fancast. We are staying up. We, we are, are staying, staying up. up. Wonderful. Now, I, I'm really, I mean, I'm, I'm A, looking forward to this show because I have to send you all a massive, massive apology uh, last week because I, I managed to break down not, not in just one car, but in two cars... And ended up the day being towed back by the AA back to Hampshire and never made it to London. So there was no show, which is a great shame. I
2: noticed there was an absence on the internet. There was. references to I
0: know. The I de- never made it, you know, yeah. so I had to call it off. Um, the other reason why I'm massively looking forward to this show tonight, because we have a veritable all-star line-up tonight. We have the return the return of Mr. Jonathan Kidd. The first time I've seen him this season. How are you? I've missed you, Chich. I've missed you, mate. I have. I really have. Yeah we've only done one show so you know and that was that the one you did not having broken down that's the one that I did after the first game well, of the season games, Swansea, yeah, Swansea. Yeah, yeah. One, yeah. Yeah. I had a lot to say about that well, that's why we didn't have you on that that's night. That's I realised. Though. Yeah, yeah, we thought we'd get you on a quiet night yeah, tonight. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's a Tuesday, so
2: I've forgotten all about the game. And it's I know, Saturday we tried to confuse you. We did you know. tell you it was Monday, actually. You didn't did, we? yeah. I yeah, turned up last yeah. night. I know. There
0: hit? wasn't. No, Well, yeah. actually, we were. We were hiding. Or were you? <laughs> <hurting>? <laughs> <laughs> laughing behind the of curtain. You know? yeah. Mate, it's, lovely to, you. Yeah. it's lovely to see you. It's lovely to see you. We've also got my favourite writer of Driver on the Wing. There's only one uh, writer of Dracula. Write well it done, there. Clive, well done. Uh, <laughs> no one else would dare to write it. And tonight he is definitely the uh, Sir Bradley Wiggins, or the Chris Froome, if you prefer, of the Chelsea fancast. This is the first time we've ever had anybody kitted out from head to toe in Lycra on the show, Clive. Well,
1: remembering it's Chelsea and Chelsea style, I thought it was the only way to dress for tonight.
0: I've got one question for you and one question only. If red trousers can be outlawed, please explain to me why Lycra can't. Because Lycra functional and efficient. Okay. Red trousers are not. All right. That's a pretty good answer. I'll give How you that. Red Lycra.
1: There is a very famous photograph of the Polish youth cycling team from yeah. about 10 years ago, all standing in red Lycra. Have a look at that photograph. Just Google Polish cycling team. Okay. You'll see why you don't wear
0: red Lycra shorts. Okay.
2: I think I understand already. Mm. Actually,
0: yeah. I can sitting opposite Clive. I can absolutely understand why Lycra should actually be forbidden from all podcasts. But he is
2: wearing a pair of uh, large, voluminous, I know.
0: Um, baggy shorts baggy, on top. Shorts what worries top. me is that it's in a basement as well. It's, it's all, all the stars are aligned in the wrong sort of way. Anyway, Clive, it's brilliant having you on the show. We, it's great we, to be here. We, we enjoyed your company towards the end of last season. and It's nice. To, I hope hopefully we'll have you on regularly, as they Thank say. You, that'd be nice. Yeah, I'd like so well. now, uh, if if you. Thank you, Jonathan. I know. I know it's early, but you know interruptions will be punished
1: with a cattle prod. Oh, okay. Okay. We can just have a conversation between ourselves, yeah, we Jonathan. We'll be chatting a bit. Well, that's time. fine because me and Marco will stay <laughs> down the pub. Yeah. Well. You know, as the only drinkers around the table.
0: Anyway, I've just already teased the fact that uh, not only do we have the great writer that is Clive O'Connell on the show, but we have, I would say, arguably the greatest Chelsea fan writer there <laughs> is. Going, yes, I. Uh, and Clive's already <laughs> applauding. <laughs> No, I think, I think it's true, and I mean, we, you know, we are blessed with a, a massive uh, pool of writing talent, but Mark Worrell, I think, is the, is the you know, he, he is what we aspire to be in terms <laughs> of writing. No, no, he's, I mean this, but this is my sincere face, but he really not, is. But not just a writer, also a publisher of other yes, writers, yeah. there we go, and there we go. Uh, now, we've got, Marco, so, lovely to see you, I've seen, right? obviously mm. I've seen you in the season. because I've seen you at the store, it's nice to have you yeah. on the show again. Good to be here. Lovely. Now Marco obviously is, is not on here, not only just on here because he's a great mate of ours and he knows his football, but uh, he has also, as as Clive said, he, he runs Gate 17 Publishing and there's some great books uh, uh, out and about and we'll talk about those in a minute. But before we do, uh, I shall tell you what is on the show tonight. Uh, we will be kicking off with the ratings for the West Bromwich Albion match uh, as penned by Mark and nicked by me and uh, we will be awarding our man of the match. Uh, That might be quite difficult, because I think there can only be one. Uh, Now, after that, we will be, in fact, discussing Pedro's dream debut. And uh, we'll be asking, have we seen a better Chelsea debut? Uh, Also, was JT's red card harsh? And is it a season too far for our captain, leader and legend? And we'll be asking, what is wrong with Ivanovic, Matic and Fabregas? Surely form is temporary and class is permanent. Now, in part three, as I as I mentioned a second ago, we'll be talking to Mark about the new book releases from Gate Seventeen Publishing, including the wonderful, fantastic Walter Ottens' "Stuck on You" and the debut novel from Christopher Morgan, who I believe on Twitter is uh, at Blue Yonder CFC. He is. He is, and I've met him once in the Barrow Boy, I believe, before the Trust started up. He's a he's a lovely chap, and his book is his his novel is called "Coming Clean." And to wrap up, we will have our usual Chelsea FanCast roundup, including a few of your emails now. Do not forget, you can tweet us at Chelsea fancast, uh, or you can post on the live chat page, which of course is mixlr.com forward slash Chelsea hyphen FanCast during the show. Tell us what you think about the games and anything else, and whatever nonsense we're saying. Uh, And we have a load of people in the house tonight. Now, I, I, I mean, I've taken the technology of this show to new heights tonight. (laughs) <laughs> because oh, okay. I have I have Mixler on the big screen that's why you sit there that's now. why I'm sitting see, yes the that's, well, my, if, if I do that you won't be able to see no well actually the reason I put you there is because I knew you'd you, be the shortest I'm the shortest here that's right I can't
2: even look the microphone it's I too know, big for me
0: I know I know I mean, oh yeah oh no, he can read it there. on ah, my iPad thanks. but anyway I can just about see what you're writing I can see oh my god we've got loads of people in tonight blimey absence clearly makes the heart grow fonder but we've got, uh, let me have a quick rundown. Brian Paul, James Edge, Alistair Fadgley, Nicky Kilduff, Kurt Chelsea, Joseph Pedroff, Clive Clive O'Connell? How can he be there <laughs> and here? I'm confused. <laughs> Dazza, JP McRae, Shedden Seattle, Kingy, Andy Silverman. Andy, I hope you're well. I hope the back's doing well. Illion, Clive Lewis, KPD, CFC, Will Glass, Soman, Jack around a chick. Mo Abaid, Hashim Rashid. Now, one thing I will say very, very quickly... Um, you know because obviously i was at home sulking having been denied by my catastrophic car failures last monday and i had to pop into mixler when i was at home and there were 14 odd people no hang on let me put (laughs) that (laughs) way. there (laughs) were about 14 (laughs) people 14 people in the mixer chat room even though there was no show on and they were sitting there they chatted to each other for about an hour (laughs) <laughs> and I, and I, I just thought, M- that's it. We, we've made it. If, if, if we, Whatever we do compels people to be in a room when we're not even on air talking a while, I just, my hat. Did I you know, know Jack, Jack around a chick was in there, but my hat is off to you all. That was just Anything unbelievable. Don't you think it set a precedent, though, and they might prefer that, listening to the I, show? I kind of actually reflected on it later and thought maybe that's what happened. Yeah.
1: And if you look at the conversation now, they're not actually listening to us. They're having a good do about them chat. Themselves. Yeah, but you
0: themselves. I think that's wonderful. I, there's, there's something quite punk, punk rock about, the spirit of punk rock about that, I think. Now... Um, uh, there is no me TV, me, me TV tonight. I know that you, I did a few last year, but I've got to go home straight after back to Winchester, so I don't have time to do it. But I will promise to try and get, uh, maybe next week if I'm here and I don't have to go back quickly, then I'll do a me, me TV kind of Chelsea fancast warm down where you get to log on to M-E-E, M-E-E, uh, dot TV, uh and go and find Chelsea fancast. And basically it's a bit like Skype. So, you know, you get yourself in front of a laptop with a camera and you can have a chat with me on air and we can set the world to rights but uh, it won't happen this week hopefully next week i will let you know now enough of that i think it's definitely time for the chelsea fancast match review Of course, was West Bromwich Albion versus Chelsea, and I like to call this. I've decided to call this, give this a new name for the season. It's called now. It's called performance-related points. <laughs> okay, some of you might know this as PRP, which is performance-related pay. Uh, sadly, I don't get paid, so I can't do that. But I thought it, No, I thought this. I thought that was a more apt way of describing it. Performance-related points, because that's really what it is, isn't yeah. it? It is anyway. I shall. I shall. I shall, Do you know what? I mean. We've actually got the the author of the uh, the so called Chelsea fancast match rating because they actually nicked from Marco's column in ESPN. So we can't disagree with them this week. No. Well, we you can't. can. Well, you can. <laughs> I, think, I can explain a couple. But I, th- I, th- I, I think, I think do, Mar- <laughs> Marco can, Marco can run down the scores on the doors and then we'll have a little chat about it. How does that sound, Marco?
3: Okay. Yeah. So Thibaut, Thibaut, seven. Aspie, eight. Yes. JT, five. <sighs> Kurt Zuma, six. Branislav Ivanovic, four. Matic, five. Fabregas, six. Pedro, nine. William, six. Hazard, eight. Costa, eight. Substitutes, Cahill, six. And Falcao and Mikel, no rating because they joined the fray after the seventieth okay. minute. It wasn't personal, then. No,
0: I'm just no. checking. Marco, I mean, you know, would you like to kind of summarise your thinking behind those, and then we might go down down the list a little bit? I've got kind of written my own notes, but to be, it'd be yeah. interesting nice to hear what, as we've got you on the show and you write them, yeah. it'd be nice to hear what you think.
3: Um, what in terms of this game? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, in summary, it was kind of like a two teams playing there. There was the the attack. Um, which took the game to West Brom and scored three goals and then there was the defence which sort of let us down really mm. uh, and then in the middle there was kind of um, it was middling it wasn't really joined up and no. that's where the problems started Mark, was,
2: was JT as bad as that for, until the, 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 in the first half? I didn't think he was as I didn't he think wasn't,
3: he was that bad He but um, I don't know I mean it's horrible watching replays of goals but he just got left standing, really. Right, I'm
0: going to give you boys a quick clue because didn't, we, didn't, we didn't really bother to look at the script before, which I would normally try and do. But just to let you know, the big topics that we're going to do to death in part oh, two. So i better not talk about it that, then. Are, we're going to talk about Pedro's, Pedro's wonderful debut. Not his moustache. G- we might talk about his moustache. <laughs> uh, we're going to talk about JT's red card. We're going to talk about JT. Is it a season 2? You know, you said that would be the
2: case, yeah. yeah. We're
0: going to talk about the defence being rubbish and why and what's going on. But I think. So other than that, we can talk about Fabrica. No, we're going to talk oh. about this. I'm going to kick it off. I mean, let's let's just talk about the individual performances because I think you know Marco d- does these ratings, which I, I do love actually, because you know we used to get Ross to do them, and, and, and Ross Ross was good actually. I have to say Ross was good. But of I course would always not, debate that. Actually. You you would no. I think he, I'm I'm saying good, but with a caveat. I, I you know I, sometimes I think he got it very wrong, but I think on the whole he got it quite right. You, I, 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 think were like Ross, but the difference being, you're on the whole, you got it horribly wrong, and occasionally you get it very well, you know, very right. Well, I yeah. think that's only your view, actually, Jude. I always think. But remember, remember, in this, in this, in this, uh, you know, position, that I'm, I'm speaking for the listeners, not for me. Oh, So the listeners think I got it wrong. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's the thing. I, I got emails according Jonathan. to you. I got well, emails saying, "Who is this?" We dick? got emails upon emails upon emails saying, Would "What you, the hell is he?" Which you
2: about? never showed me. Well, I had to destroy them by yeah, like yeah, the Russians. So, yeah, yeah. the yeah, yeah. so, so computers saying, just, were sent just, back to the store. I, I mentioned JT, and you just said, "No, no, hang on, hang on." We're going no, going to go. No, 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 no. But, but, but then I you think, said we need to talk about what the ratings oh, you, are. So. See, see no, I know, paper, I know, big, I know. But what was wrong here. with me asking Marco what he thought about JT? <laughs> <laughs> What's that? And we're going to talk about it later. I just i to remind you. I wanted you said about the ratings. Marco's going to go outside. Pedro's gone. It's so
0: nice to have him back. Pedro's. Let's talk about Pedro because that was clearly the performance that stood out, wasn't it?
2: was yeah, it? Yeah. yeah, I mean, I think. I think. Yeah, I thought Costa was pretty fantastic. Yeah, we we talk mm. about him too, but no, let's talk no, about Pedro no, first. No. Okay, shall we? we shall talk about Pedro first. I've been given the the, the evil eye, by the way, everybody listening. So. Yeah, we will definitely be talking. Oh, he's got me now. No, 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 no that was just. I was just. I was about to <laughs> fart. That no. was, was that. What it was? <laughs> <laughs> that, that
0: was? That was the look. Was it? <laughs> Looked, you should know the difference by now. <laughs> no, Come I, I, on, they look very similar to me. Bottom line was, what a great goal! What a fantastic <laughs> assist! I thought his positional players, Marco said in, in his, because Marco doesn't just yeah, does yeah, do yeah. do numbers; he writes a little yeah, bit about exactly. it as well. Absolutely. But I, I tell you what, I really love most of all, and I, I just, I, I, I hope you agree with me about this. But I thought his desire and his hunger it was put it about was great, wasn't with, it? What you said earlier about what
2: who. who, who Who's who's done a, a similar fantastic debut? I'd have to, to go back because everybody's always. I say Dennis Wise was, sort of fantastic, mm. was fantastic. The very first game he played for
1: Chelsea. But there have been a lot but of players then, like Mario Stanić had a marvelous first game. Yeah, and then it's all going down after yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So let,
2: yeah. So the jury is out. But to me, Pedro is a proper player.
1: He's a tougher player. You think you know he, he,
2: he's going to do that because he's been so he, he's been so tut- tutored in that playing for Barcelona. Yeah. I so mean, I think
3: I think what what. Was interesting about Pedro is the fact that I mean we've had so many players make make their debut for Chelsea and I don't know since since Jose's been back um, and he maybe Costa's the other one and perhaps Fabregas as well when when he started who, who spring to mind you immediately thought he looked like he'd been playing for Chelsea yeah. for five seasons yeah. he really not really you fair know, in, didn't in, he straight away and that yeah. sort of seamless interplay um, and positioning. Um, you know, and sort of you can see how the the Duff Robin thing with Hazard. Oh, that and, balance was there again, yeah, yeah, wasn't it? And it yeah,
0: took yeah, the I mean, pressure off Hazard.
2: Yeah, but exactly. And instantly he's a class act. You can yeah. just see this. He's, yeah. a, he's a, say, proper, a proper yeah, player. Proper proper player.
0: player. Yeah. Not like Quadrada, oh,
2: Quadrada, for goodness. What? It's. up. Oh.
0: God. he's going mate he's oh
2: gone. thank Go goodness for that the worst thing that he did was in the um, in one of the, uh, the there
3: are beads of sweat forming on it's Jonathan's it's, temple it's like lit the blue touch base there sir. was a pre-season
2: moment you see he was down actually in on goal and uh, only had one one defender's coming towards him instead of having a shot he stopped the ball and passed it back again the confidence was no but, do you know but what the, the, key the key to that, that
1: is in a pre-season game yeah, how often did we see Quadrado actually on the pitch apart from in pre-season games? He didn't really get off the Do you know mark. what? He's gone. Get yeah. over it, guys. He's he's gone.
0: Actually, he's the funniest gone. thing I've seen today was I think it might have been dear old Pablo tweeted this in response to a picture that was tweeted out of uh, of Quadrado arriving uh, at Juventus to a throng of, of mad, <laughs> rabid Italian Juventus fans obviously loving the fact that this, they obviously didn't know who he was but they, they were you know, applauding him like it was the arrival of Maradona or even Madonna but uh, anyway Pablo said are you sure they weren't trying all there to try and get him back on the plane <laughs> <laughs> which I thought, I thought was you know, nice of Pablo that was a good bit of humour um, right Costa the goal pig um, he looked like Costa again I thought superb run for his goal Marco wasn't it yeah absolutely and he ran I, so yeah. far yeah. and so fast and he didn't pull his <laughs> hamstring
3: well I, th- I think everybody was taken by surprise in, in sort of the build up to the season because there was a question yeah, mark over exactly. his fitness and then you know, you sort of watching that Swansea game, sort of half expecting him to pull up every time yeah, he, yeah, he ran he didn't look right. in, in, into yeah. into space. And then City was just, you know, a thug, um, yeah. which was great to see, yeah. um, just, just in terms of that fitness and energy and, and desire. And, um, you he know, have, he carried it a on. He was at
0: City, though. He, just, he, he was well, yeah. all these individual battles, yeah, were winding him yeah. up as well. I'm I'm always torn about that, you know, because I mean, like like Mark I and mean, we're we're of a, of a similar vintage. So we remember football when you could kick the shit out of people and nobody would bat an eye. And 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 I, and that really amuses me about Costa the fact that he basically runs around just trying to thump people all the time cuz it just <laughs> makes me grin. But I'm torn because on the other side it could cost us, no pun intended. Uh but you know, it could. He'll get sent off, he'll get banned, blah blah blah, blah you know, and I'm thinking, well, you know, much as it makes me laugh, there is a thing that worries me about that. Clark, I, I
1: think he was extraordinarily controlled on Sunday. He was, not he? They were going out to wind him they up. They were completely. But he, control is fine. He was that. There word. were two things that he did which I thought were superb. The first was when he went, I can't, can't remember which, It was at Jakob or somebody yeah. that had been going at him? He just moved behind him, looked at his number and made a note. Of, <laughs> 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 it was just a beautiful little touch. It's like Jack Charlton's <laughs> yeah. black book, isn't it? And then the other one was when he went off the pitch... He went up and gave, shook his shook yeah. Jacob's and hand. They hugged, they hugged. Which I thought was just a really showed that he was in control. Mm. It was there on the pitch, but as yeah, soon yeah, as it yeah, was yeah. over, yeah. he moved on. To Jacob, he
2: actually greeted him in the same way. There wasn't yeah. any kind of no, no. Him there, you
0: know. One of my favourite Jonathan Kidd moments <laughs> of the off season was when I discovered I was randomly watching Minder on a very boring kind of Tuesday <laughs> evening <laughs> at home, and and I was watching it, and the be- this is the beautiful thing about having TiVo. I'm watching it, you know, like half asleep.
4: Bloody hell! That's Jonathan
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. King. Looking about eighteen. <laughs> what is going on? So I like rewound it, watched it again, rewound it. It's J.K. I thought. Oh, I know. I'll, I'll video this and put it on Twitter. So I managed to, and it was you, wasn't it? It was, it was
2: you. It was. And I got oh, at least three three people retweeted. It. You got three three wow. new fans. Yeah, three. You know, do I get a cut that's, of that? Yeah, yeah. You can get. Um, um, yeah, I'll follow you. Oh, you already do. Oh,
0: blast. How stupid of you. <laughs> anyway, going back to the football, uh, now we've sorted out Jonathan's uh, height problem and his mic. Uh, um, just to run very, very quickly through the others, I just will, I, I'm going to make. A, I'm just going to read this out and then I'll invite some comment. How about that? Because we've been prattling on and I'm running out of time. But basically, Hazard, I thought he had a really good understanding with Pedro and, and as we were alluding to earlier...
2: Vanished a bit for me.
0: Yeah, but I, just let me get this, yeah, all through all right, this right, and right, then right. we can comment. Yeah, uh, I thought that it was nice that the pressure seemed to be taken off him because of Pedro. Fabregas, I thought, was not up to speed and he was poor defensively. Can I just
3: explain why I gave him a six? Because people, people said, I had a few tweets saying, why did you give him six and not five? And it was because Pedro wouldn't be there if was oh. Fabregas. He got, oh. he got the assist for the assist.
0: <laughs> he got six for the assist that was not on the pitch. Yeah, exactly. Yes, good stuff. I like that. Uh, Matic I think, is in poor form, but I don't think he's being helped by Fabregas at the moment. Nice. J T is clearly vulnerable to pace, but he always has been. But I think actually the bigger issue is a lack of red cover. I thought the red card was harsh. Zuma, I think he did okay. Uh, I, uh, you know, that that should have been the substitution uh, against Swansea, wasn't it? When he hauled J T off, was it City? Sissy. City. Yeah, I'm a bit out of kilter because we missed the podcast Sissy. this week. Aspie, I think, brilliant. Spurred on by the competition yet again. And he scored a debut Premier League goal. He's got to love. Branagh, poor again. Uh, We've been sussed out down the right. But again, the lack of cover for Branagh is also alarming. And Tebow, uh, Tebow, great save on his return. So that's a very, very quick overview. And now I invite a comment. You can say whatever you like. Whoever wants to speak first. I was worried
2: that uh, that Tebow would, um, if JT hadn't hauled down the centre forward, that Tebow would have just fouled him and he would have been sent off again. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, I, have, I, have,
0: I really was. I would have actually weirdly enjoyed the comedy of that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but no, nothing else. And about then, it.
3: but what would have been interesting then? He would have taken off William. He didn't really do much anyway in the number 10 role.
0: No, it's right. So well, he did take off Willian in the end, though, didn't
3: he? Well, he did eventually. Yeah, yeah, and he yeah,
0: missed yeah, that
2: yeah. sitter of a goal that Pedro had set up for him. Yeah. Brilliant. He did. I, Brilliantly.
0: Yeah, showed his limitations there, I feel, a bit. Well, so,
2: it, uh, he's very canny. He always tries to try and put it inside the post, you think. But no, no, you just hit the He really the should have scored. My goodness sake. He say. really should have scored that. should have scored then, that. Then,
0: yeah. that was criminal. And I, yeah. think, I think Pedro was doing his nut at yeah. the fact that he'd missed it. You know, Pedro could have had a hat-trick, frankly, you know, because... He was a bit off kilter with that. Sh- I mean, that was a shot, not a cross to Costa. Yeah, he was. Yeah. I mean, fair play to Costa. That was a wonder. He I mean, that, they, the they actually picked he, it up the on the fact that he kept on side. Yeah. was great. So well. they picked it up on match of the day, and and they they tracked his run. It was wonderful. But yeah. Pedro should have should have perhaps got that on target, and and then he set up Williams, so he could have had a hat trick on another day. Yeah. So there we go. Uh, any who else can we pick on Jonathan Matic. Yeah. Who, okay. Um, uh, I it, can always rely on you for that. If we're going to like diss a few Chelsea players, Jonathan's no, our man. No, I, uh, no, I know, no, I know, no! I love, I love, love them my all. team.
2: I do. I love my team. I just we, I love we, them like brothers, we, little we, brothers <laughs> who I used to bully. I've never bullied anybody. I'm too sure You are <laughs> Okay. Oh, oh, older oh. brothers, which I wished I could have bullied if I hadn't <laughs> been no, so no. sure. Um, there you go. Macic, he appears to be playing like the. Um, he's lo- almost lost something Whereas last year he would nip, nip the ball away. He's <laughs> lost Fabricas as well. No, it's. Also, also in his tackling, he's just a, he's just a bit late. Thus the penalty. Yeah. is a bit late. Thus, and also he 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 didn't close down um, uh, Morrison for the goal for the goal after the overhead kick. He didn't. I close thought. Him, I thought. He, I think he thought he was all. little, and. Uh, very funny, and not um, not Tesco. Yeah, good. That not Aldi. That was a supermarket gag. Everybody okay. was listening to that. Was, yeah, that went down like a went, pork chop in a synagogue, yeah, didn't it? We? Yeah, it was, it was good. And um, and he also missed the header for the for the other Morrison goal. So he really is off the pace in a way that is he is. is is. Well, I think if he, just, if he wants to get it back to normal, he'll be fine because he's a great player. Yeah. But the fact that he's just off the pace makes it you think he's so Im- was so involved. You now go. When he's not. He's, it's a whole linchpin of the team is falling apart.
0: I though. think you've got a massive point there. I, I read something. I can't remember where I read it today, but uh, somebody made a very interesting point in in, in the press. I mean, it wasn't a, a fan or anything, but basically they were saying that. You know, the big lumps of Chelsea, i.e., the, the Ivanoviches and the Matices, the, the big guys, have just really not got back up to speed yet. They're, they're labouring with yeah. it a bit, aren't they? But
1: it's also, William, I think, falls into that category as well, though he's not a big lump. Big hair, uh, though. At the end of last season, he was the work rate, everything mm. from him, he was just getting better and better. He hasn't started yet at that level. And was, it may be just tiredness or just taking time to is it
2: that in? they all haven't started? Is that what it is? Is that as Mourinho
1: was, Mourinho deliberately
2: didn't seem to care at Man Do you know City?
3: what? I, I just yeah. don't buy that. I, I don't do, buy what? I do not buy that argument about... They haven't started. that they're, they're not ready for the new yeah. season.
0: Well, I, I, I think there is an argument there. It's, yeah, it's not, it, not uncommon for players not to be match-sharp and match-fit at the beginning of the season. But they're not strangers, are they? Like, no, no, no.
3: Matic and Fabregas lost their understanding over two months. But Matic has been slower. Yeah. The, 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 the I, foul. I, it was, yeah, yeah. It, he wouldn't have done yeah. that yeah.
1: Have done I, I,
0: I, I understand where you're coming from, Marco, and I agree with it to a certain extent. But I think, you know, at that level, if you're just a few percent off fitness, sharpness, then it's going to make mm. a difference. And, you know, I think that, I, you know, my feeling, you know, even actually including yesterday is that a lot of them still look quite undercooked.
3: I'll tell you what was interesting, right. though, just just on that point, because I still don't buy it. These guys are on 200 fucking grand <laughs> a week. <And laughs> I, I would be very cooked fit. for that. There was yeah. an interesting thing. I was reading, I read a really good interview, I think, with Lukaku. I think it was in The Guardian a couple of weeks ago, um, where, where you know, was Complimenting well, apart from the fact against City he did nothing, but but complimenting on on the way he started the season, scoring goals, etc. etc. Et and He said he made sure that in the summer he, he kept himself as fit um, he as, he, yeah. as he is during the season. So there's no excuse for these guys to no? okay. come back jaded. But All right.
2: Do you think the manager was was actually um, doing the same thing? If you, the, the argument that they weren't actually that they were half cooked, because against against Man City he didn't seem to care that much, and he didn't seem to have another plan, and uh, I, I wonder whether. Uh um, it, it's, his, it's his attitude as
1: well. It it's was his, all a stunning plan so he'd go out there onto the transfer market well, no, for, with lots of money what, behind, that's, behind
2: that's him. That's what, that's what I've heard. Yeah, but that's, that's what the journalists would like you to yeah, believe. Well, well Mourinho is saying, right, let's I'm play not shit. Not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. So, oh, yeah. Somebody it's actually, it's put, somebody actually know, gave me that argument. That's not my argument, but that's what some people have actually said. I know, I think that's No, I was just bemused as to why, you know, last year when we played Man City, we played a very specific series of tactics and this year we just seemed to go out and didn't do anything. Do
0: you know what? You, this is why we miss you. Because, yeah. in spite of all the monstrous <laughs> amounts of irritation that you create on this show, occasionally, like once a season, you come out with absolutely pure. don't ruin your moment. Don't ruin your moment. You hadn't even let me get to pure bloody genius. Nobody else has mentioned that point, Jonathan. I can't remember what I said. I can't remember it either. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: really
0: can't. I really can't. But there was a brilliant point in there. What the hell was it?
1: Remember for me, please. What does it it's that he didn't have a plan against Man City. Oh, was no, no plan yes, that Man was City, it. Yeah. Nobody mentioned that in yeah, that entire last-
0: coverage. And I, I was thinking that too, thinking, hang on a minute, Last two times he played City, he's, he, he's played two lumps in defensive midfield, yeah. and he's gone for the draw yeah. uh, to nick a goal, and that's what he's yeah. done. He
2: didn't. He just, yeah. I know. But, he, but he didn't even, when we were 1-0 we down, he didn't even change it. He didn't do anything.
0: I know. I know. John, you are a genius, and this is why we love you. Anyway, look. Thank moving you. on. Shall I uh, say
2: less and just come up with the odd Yeah, pearls. just
0: throw, <laughs> in, throw in the odd pithy comment yeah. like that. Okay. Really, really. All right. no, in all seriousness, we, we, sh- we should really uh, now go and award the most pointless uh, man of the match probably ever done on this show and the you'll be delighted to know out there, people, that the Man of the Match nominations are as follows. They are Pedro, 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 Pedro. and Pedro. No, I've actually put Costa and Aspie, but it's pointless. Yeah,
2: yeah. I thought Costa was great. Though. I thought yeah. it was
0: good to see. I think he's back there yet, but he was getting yeah, yeah, there. Yeah, I yeah. tell you what, you know, on, talking about Costa... I'm delighted he got on the on, on you know scored right, a yeah, goal. Yeah. I, I, he needed that goal to get going. I think I'm really glad to see that. And I think Clatton I think I was one it.
1: of Asmir best games. Yeah, he was great. Wasn't he, yeah. he was. He's getting better goal. and better. Great oh, goal, superb. Just
0: just as a general, before we give the man of the match award to Pedro, um, it was re- you see one of the points I was desperate to make on the show last week, but we never did it, so I wasn't able to. But the point that <laughs> You know, I wanted... Because I wrote a, a blog about... You could have about, just
3: come in and just made yeah. your point.
0: I know. I should have just got... I could have well, done it down there on my own. You me? could have tweeted it for I the world. I could have done. I know. I was in a bad place either. Two cars breaking down in one day. That is bad. Bad juju. Mm. But the point the point I was going to make was that I'm sorry, people, but Mourinho's right. We do need to make some transfers because actually the problem that we have is the squad is not deep enough and there is not enough competition for places. And in a, in a team that's just won the league for the first... A lot of these players won it for the first time that awful kind of, you know, after the Lord Mayor's show can creep in. So they need to know that if they don't perform week in, week out, they're going to lose mm-hmm. their place. And I think there were too many players in the team at the moment who know that they're first on the team sheet. And that's not, that's, that's not good enough for I me. Think, I, just, think the, I think
3: the interesting thing now with City, though, is going back to your point about last season or the point made about last season, we were better than them. I think what, what, where they've got to now is they've got an understanding of the players. I mean, he hasn't really changed no, much there, Penny. Really. He brought yeah. Sterling in. But they've got two, two class players in pretty much every position. Absolutely. Um, and hunger and desire yeah, to no, win uh, the title. They've you know, made big purchases. They, though, they, they, they were, you know, they bossed that game. They did. You know, look at that. They've got big players. They have. You know, Torre and Fernandinho in the middle.
0: But here's the thing, Marco, they've got big players. They had big players last year, but those big players didn't perform. Well, no, but right? they're playing as a
3: team now. Yeah,
0: but they, I think the key for me, what the, they look to me, uh, it's quite fun actually, we get to a bit of Man City because we knew it last week, but you know, to me, they look like a team that really wanted it. They want to win that title back. They've got the look of a team that, that, that are pissed off that they lost it last year and they want it back. It's that hunger, and it's that desire, and that's that edge that gives you another kind of few percent on your game. And that's what we need to have, and I don't think we'll get that. Uh, unless we've got competition for places and I think hopefully maybe that's what Jose's got into the board's head that I'm sorry, guys, we do need to to, well, to get some What was interesting
3: at in. talking of that? What was interesting about Aspilaqueta raising his game yeah. curiously after yeah, Babarami exactly. he signed for, you know, twenty one million. Right, we, we
0: really need to wrap this part up because we've been rambling on because I'm so excited to be back after missing for two weeks, so excited to be seeing these three chaps. So I haven't actually, well I've seen Marco a few times at the store but I haven't seen Jonathan and Clive and I'm very excited. And we're, but- not, we're not in for a bit
2: after this, are we?
0: Well, I'm rotating, actually. This, year, this year, I'm... Cha- I'm in right, competition yeah. for places. There we go. There, there we go. go. Yeah. There we go. got Rick Lanville on uh, next week. No oh, pressure. Bloody oh, bloody hell. That's <laughs> the end of that, then. You uh-huh. might as well just sit here and let him Just let him, call
1: him, me. Just speak. call me Mourinho. Yeah. Anyway. We, we ain't got no history. <laughs> uh-huh. you,
0: not after tonight. No, we haven't. Anyway. we will well said. Anyway, I think it's a done deal. Pedro's got the man of the match. Nobody can make a case, surely, for anybody else getting it.
2: No, I agree this time.
0: Yeah. All right, Clive. I'll agree with that. Marco even had it in black and white in his article for ESPN didn't you what's that Peyton? you said a man of the match performance yeah, yeah. um have we got time to talk about his tash no we'll do it in part 2 okay. Okay. let's let's save it for a little bit you know otherwise they'll all go home and watch something else is there football tonight no because it's tuesday isn't it oh no they it's could Champions all be watching League. man united lose to club bruges people out there yeah, in, in mix I think that's tomorrow Is that game oh how annoying it
3: Oh, that's a shame tonight alright
0: hey ho right, yeah. right um, we will be back after the break and we will be discussing Pedro's dream debut in more detail we'll be asking have we seen a better Chelsea debut than that was JT's red card harsh and is it a season too far for our captain leader legend and of course we'll be asking what is wrong with Ivanovic Matic and Fabregas is it for is form temporary and class permanent I was always told that it was we'll be back in a minute <laughs>
2: The only place for Chelsea fans. Footballfancast.com. Real
1: fans, real opinions.
3: I'm Jason Cundy and you're listening to Chidge and the Boys on the Chelsea Football Fancast. Total nutters and proper Chelsea.
0: Right, welcome back. Uh, I am Stanford Chidge and you are listening to the Chelsea Fancast. Now, you know, we had a little bit of a chat about the players and the performances and stuff in part one, but uh, I really want to talk about Pedro in the first part of part two. Uh, It was a superb debut as we discussed a bit earlier on. Um, Here's a question for you, Marco. You know, has he solved the problem position on the right? And I know it sounds a bit kind of hyperbolic to say that we have a problem position on the right, but, you know, you've got Hazard on the left uh, nobody's come near to being able to deliver half as much as he has on the right. So that's kind of where I'm coming from on that, if that makes any sense whatsoever.
3: Yeah, I mean, uh, he has, I think. In uh, one game? Well, I think, he's, you know, people will say, oh, you can't judge him on one game. Fair enough. But you've got to look at what he achieved at Barcelona. Um and, and you know in, in, in the last couple of years he was being used as an impact substitute and it, you know
2: which he did with
3: great uh, yeah you know he's, he's like a goal every two and a half games or whatever his stats were for, really uh, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Um, from, from the position you know
0: coming from yeah. the bench that's pretty good you know he's
3: a winner he knows what it's all about um, you know he's got an understanding there playing at international level with Fabregas and Costa and Aspilicueta Um And you you can see the hunger and desire that he's got. And, you know, I I find it quite interesting that he didn't join Manchester United and apparently City were interested in him. But but for him to choose Chelsea over United speaks volumes, speaks a lot more than, say, William joining Chelsea ahead of Spurs. So um, I just think, you know, the guy knows knows what he's up to. Um, I I think, I think,
0: yeah, I, I agree absolutely 100% with all that. I think the interesting thing about him coming to Chelsea, not not Manchester, I mean, you know, never, ever underestimate, and nobody around this table would, and I'm sure none of the people who are listening to the show would either, but never underestimate the appeal that living in London has over yeah. living in a shithole like Manchester. Yeah. Clive is our resident expert on how shit Manchester... Clive, just mm-hmm. for the listeners, just recap on how shit is Manchester? Very.
1: Okay, is that all you're prepared <laughs> to say? I um, mean, one word really encapsulates it: very shit.
0: Okay, that's that's good enough. Okay. <laughs> if you want to know how more shit Clive really yeah. thinks uh, Manchester is, just go back through Driver on the Wings, which you'll find on the Chelsea Supporters Group website, and just find one where we're going to Manchester. In fact, for Manchester, there we go. A couple of weeks nice little one there. Yes, we've had Man United as well. It's basically it's a grim northern hellhole.
2: Can you say that we use the word "extremely"? Extremely, yes.
0: But don't underestimate. Don't underestimate the appeal that living in London has. Don't underestimate the attraction of playing for Jose Mourinho which of course Pedro will know all about but I think the other thing which you know I think Marco's alluding to is uh, and, and I think this is Manchester United have got a massive problem but I think it was interesting to hear him say Man City too Pedro is smart and over the last 10 years playing for Barcelona he has been far more aware of Chelsea challenging in the Champions League trophy than he has Man City or Manchester United. Also, there's no, no guarantee he's going to get into the Man City side as well. That, I think got, there's yeah, a little yeah, bit yeah, of that. Yeah, they've got Navas play, on the yeah. way down, yeah. I think the other problem that Man United have got at the moment is that they, they are clearly... You know, they've got you've been, Louis vanguard well, yeah. no, uh, Absolutely. <laughs> and that is the biggest problem. You're United absolutely right. But the reason, I mean, apart from all the obvi- obvious reasons about that, I, I think that you know any smart player knows... Van Gaal's only going to be there for a year or two so who's he going to be playing for that you don't have a long-term future at United but you, you've got a better chance I know this to, to those outside looking in. it might sound like a daft thing to say but you know, on face value you've got a better chance for having a long-term career playing with one manager who's going to be there for a long time with Mourinho so actually there are so many reasons why it was a sensible decision I think
1: and I, I suspect also just knowing that Fabregas was there, knowing that Aspillacueta and Costa were there, people he has played with, in also the past. who he could speak Spanish to, and who he could speak Spanish to. I mean, it's no coincidence that Fabregas was the, the only non-Spaniard not to, uh, to fail to score. Mm. Sorry, the only yeah. yeah yeah.
0: Anyway, all the other Can, Spaniards scored. He wasn't is, is, using Spanish fly. No.
2: Can no. we answer your question about the um, the other? Wingers about him, him fulfilling. Yeah, In fact, we yeah, now we yeah, now have a right winger totally. because obviously Cuadrado was a complete, quite like a right winger. Com- complete. Um, are you that way Wayne? There's, no There's no Corbyn around this no, table. No leftish. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, so. Uh, Moses I think now is then going to be sold isn't he as a consequence yeah. West 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 damn. yes, Ham West going to go yes so need um, a
1: replacement for Cotton Cole and, I don't know how they're <laughs> doing without
2: <laughs> Carlton Cole <laughs> you should. they're getting back from somewhere he'll score a few goals um,
0: actually just so, so, can you hold that thought don't yeah, yeah. let it run away yeah, but, yeah. I have to say, Carlton Cole in his latter career at West Ham United really endeared himself to me because he was—he would coat the West Ham fans off. If they had a pop at him; he would have a go straight back on Twitter. <laughs> it used to be very funny. <laughs> really I mean, used to on. do that, right?
2: <laughs> so who who else? Because uh, Mourinho, when when he, he denied there was any interest in in uh, Pedro before Pedro came and said we have four wingers already. Yeah. We yeah, don't, yeah, yeah. And, and, and so who were they? Just shit. Moses, <laughs> what Kudrado. he forgot to say? No, no exactly. <laughs> Not one of them w- 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 was doing well. Quadrado. W- yeah, and Moses and. Who are the other? Well, others? this is the interesting thing. The other know, two, William—is it William or is yeah, it Oscar? Yeah, 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 what, yeah. Because you know? I never thought William was a winger. Well, that kind of winger that Pedro is. Pedro is a to me is a yeah. is a proper winger. He can yeah. beat players and he sets people up and he centres yeah. well. As opposed to William, who's a midfield player who can play out there but doesn't really. Yeah. William's a very modern type modern of top-er? midfielder, yeah. isn't yeah, he? Because yeah, he can a,
0: play in a number of he, positions. He's not the kind of none of them very well. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to me. The, I to don't mean that. I love William. I love William. The great joy. De
3: Bruyne, though, do you think we missed the trick? Letting him go. I don't don't.
0: He was the ball boy. He wasn't really a footballer. He was the ball boy that stood in front of us, Marco, in gate 17. But he
3: had
2: the biggest assists in the Bundesliga last year, didn't he? It's a
0: pony league, though, mate. It's a pony league, like Spain is, you know? He's got a few good teams in the Bundesliga. Well, he looks like he's
3: going to City, doesn't he? And I'm laughing my
0: cock-off about it, frankly. Here's the the final thing about it. He won't play there either, will he? exactly. (laughs) Spot on, mate. But here's the thing, and I mean, this is what absolutely does my nut in about the modern football supporter, the the horror of which we tend to see on social media, the horrible kind of fanboy-loving for Kevin De Bruyne of, of, of people, some of whom should know a lot better... You know, this is a kid who uh, had a hissy fit and left Chelsea, asked to leave Chelsea, because when asked by Jose or when told by Jose, well, mate, no, you can't have an automatic starting position. You've basically got to compete for your place. He said, well, I'm not prepared to do that. There's only mm. one response to that, and that's jog on. Bye-bye, and he'll never succeed anywhere good. And, and, and as Jonathan said, he'll be on the bench at City, won't yeah. he? Yeah,
1: and we made a massive profit out of him. Not as yeah. much as if we sold him directly to City, but
0: hey-ho. <laughs> and he looks like the ball boy who stands in front of the and, east, uh, east, east Stand, in, uh, just below us. And, and there is
1: another problem. He is ever so ginger. I couldn't. I wouldn't. Wasn't going to be gingerist. I know. I don't like to be gingerist. Yes, he is. Nothing against gingers. But yeah. remember, Sidwell when he played for Chelsea, you can't yeah. have the ginger hair with, blue with the blue kit. kit it doesn't just doesn't you, you work. Do you know what? Clive? And, and Sidwell nine. had to shave yeah. his head. Clive,
0: you, you, you've nailed, You two boys, you've earned your corn tonight. <laughs> you for your moment of genius about um, the thing that we forgot. <laughs> I won't uh, speak anymore. Yeah, and, and you, know, you know, here is the thing. Have that? Has there any ever been a successful Chelsea player with ginger hair? David Speedy. But what you hear about Speedy now. No, he was good though.
3: He
1: was good then, but
0: yeah. any others? Any other ginger?
3: Hopkins, I think. Yeah, David Hopkins. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: he wasn't he was very good. Palace, <laughs> he then. was. He was. <laughs> pal- I can't
0: think of. I mean, Speedo's a good, good shout. Actually, you know, you know. I mean, cult hero, not legend, definitely. But you've got to give Speedo his due. I can't think of any other they're, ginger they're, players that done one moments Chelsea.
2: of genius. Him and uh, Kerry Dixon. Uh, yeah, mm. yeah. Yeah, they you were, know. They were a great comedy. They a great partnership, they were, weren't they? For a period, Like Morecambe yeah. and Wise, yeah, yeah,
0: Cannon like and Ball. Can, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're one of the great British uh, partnerships in yeah. football or comedy. Uh, anyway, so uh, I can't think of any other ginger players that have done well at Chelsea. If, if anybody out there knows of a ginger <laughs> player who has done well for Chelsea, I'd like to know. But ginger players go better at
1: Arsenal. Where it goes with the Red Kit or places yeah, like it Fulham. Does. Yeah, yeah, it does, yeah. Ray parlor wasn't it? Yeah. it? Their fans it, are also very
0: ginger-haired, yeah. too. Yeah, that's trollied at school usually, resorting to keyboard <laughs> wankery and drinking latte. Spotty. <laughs> but they're bloody good on internet polls. They are, they are. <laughs> Grand Paul had ginger hair, didn't they, talking of poles. Yes he did. That's another one. Do you know any ginger one poles one. apart from Grand <laughs> <laughs> that's not going not go there. Because I might get a Polsky slap. Anyway, enough. Um, I think we should uh, have... I mean, we're talking about, you know, have we ever remembered anything at Chelsea ever? Of course, my answer to that is usually no. <laughs> because I'm just rubbish at that. But actually, we ain't got no history, which I, I'm really warming to as a website, actually, because they were kind of responsible for the season uh, review that three of the four of us ran. When are they going to ask you to write, Jonathan? I bet you can Jonathan write. Jonathan does voices. Okay. no, I can write as well. He can, can write. You? I know. Yeah. I bet JK I thought do, can you write. you wrote
1: things that you sang on... I think they should ask Jonathan to write
0: If you write a few um, articles For the Chelsea Fancast website You might get noticed by something a lot better Okay. That's what usually happens, <laughs> apart from to me. I'm the only pricky stits that's they're always having to write for it. It's a uh, question
2: of time. I'm actually writing yeah. a musical at the moment. You man. could write a uh,
0: Chelsea so
1: musical. Can, yeah. You know. Chelsea the musical.
2: What's your musical about? Um, Chelsea. I would bore everybody listening. It's set in 1940. It's about actually. Ginger playing <inaudible> Chelsea. <inaudible> <inaudible> um, no, no. It's, it's about an it's, Italian footballer
0: <laughs> who's been transferred <laughs> to Chelsea <laughs> called Don Giovanni. Erlen Johnson was
3: ginger. Oh! Yes, he was. Very good. Well done, that man. Who's whacked that up I saw Alan Mays score. Ah, yeah, well done, good man. Well remembered. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> Duff's, yeah. Duff's blonde, isn't he? No. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't that. know. Is he an aeroplane blonde? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I oh. want.
0: to Anyway, look, we anyway, got my no... musical. We were talking about the <laughs> Jonathan very sneakily takes the blonde. I'm about to die laughing. Anyway, yeah, yeah. Um, look, we ain't got no history. Put on this brilliant thing on their website, which is this the best debut you've ever seen? and I want to know if it was or not, but they have a list of, of uh, you will remember some of these, uh, Deco versus Portsmouth at 2012. Is that 2012? Yeah, Czech versus, don't argue with me because I don't okay. know whether it's right or wrong. I'm just having to take it as red uh, or sure. ginger. Uh, Czech versus United, 2004. Jimmy Greaves versus Spurs, 1957. Hazard versus Wigan, 2012. Veron versus Liverpool, 2003. Osgood, versus the mighty Workington AFC, 1964. Ooh, Denver Bar, you, John, remembers remember that. Brilliant. Denver Bar versus Saints, 2003. Weyer versus Spurs, 2000. Tamling versus West Ham, 1959. Stanich versus West Ham in 2000. Was <laughs> <Is> that the... <laughs> v- <laughs> v- <laughs> Stanich! Stanich! <laughs> was that the volley? That was the yes. volley from yeah. the area, yeah. wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. And yeah. uh, Dixon versus Derby in 1983. Um that's a good question. Can you remember a better uh debut from a Chelsea player, Marco?
3: I don't know, I, It depends, I mean you you sort of quantifying it in, in terms of goals or a keeper. Yeah. A people it. the, yeah. It's, it's yeah, the opposition as well. I thought I have
2: say our West Bromwich were awful and we should have mm. sc- yeah. we really should have, should have yeah. scored about six
0: goals against them. They
2: were awful. Yeah. They kept giving
0: the ball away, you know. Seen a bit uh, debut because you've, you've, you've been watching Chelsea, Dennis longer all of us. Dennis Not, you mentioned that earlier, weren't oh, you? Earlier on, yeah. Wait, wait, well, who was that
2: against? Oh, I can't remember. Do you remember? No, it wasn't a very good team. That's yeah. the other dilemma. Is yeah, it may have been against Millwall or something, or so, yeah. In, yeah. In, who were in the division, I think, at the time. I can't remember. Yeah. But I remember him being absolutely fantastic and all going, Who oh, great? Who's this? God, what a great. But Didn't we he knew he used to play for Wimbledon. No, well, we knew anyway because yeah. he was a character for Wimbledon. You knew right. he was a good player. Yeah, so that was an element of it because he was already in the. In the league. And Is I think there, it's not like a foreigner coming in no, and you don't know no. what they're like. Or I they think playing switch?
0: for Wimbledon we probably I mean, I remember at the time we were like not very happy that we'd sign Dennis Wise. It was a bit like Dennis no, well, I I, I, I
2: lived in the area at the time, yeah. and I was happy because well, I thought he was a good player. I used to go and watch him within a Because you're a Womble secret, I am secretly, you? yeah, yeah. I lived in Tooting at the time. Are you Tobermory? So I used to go down and watch Or Madame Cholet and uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't think I'm either of those Okay, actually. Uncle Bulgarius yeah, Uncle, Uncle Bulgarius. I'm happy, happy to say I have I have no knowledge of any of them, and never having shown any interest. I think he's more of a Tobermory myself
0: because <laughs> <laughs> that apron he wears. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, thanks. I like that. That's a good shout. Dennis Wise's debut. Um, Clive, you got a suggestion? The Dixon one. Yeah.
1: is one that stands out yeah. among that list I, I wasn't around Didn't on the Did he had a Jonathan. couple of goals that day we won 5-0 that yeah. day but it, I think we got a couple that was the day when we had about four or five new players come into the team after being right down at the bottom we went up that season top of the league and it wasn't just what struck one wasn't just Dixon it was the whole new look of the team just a great feeling I think Spackman had a very good debut as well didn't Spackman get the first goal that day and it was a real screamer it was the shed end if I remember
0: didn't our little little Welsh mate Mickey uh, Thomas Mickey T he had a pretty cracking was that not the same match Mickey no Thomas. that was a bit later no, wasn't no, it later no, no, no. it was a bit later I thought he had a good debut he did
2: but mm. he was a fabulous player I love Mickey loved him. Oh, yeah.
1: I loved oh, him I loved him and Joey God. Jones two of my favourite ever players he had a he... terrible debut because he yeah. got sent off that's yeah. what I remember, but but that, I remember. In, my book, <laughs> in
0: my book that's what made his Chelsea <laughs> a career you know his reputation yeah, from then on I mean, absolutely is. right
1: in those days you didn't get sent off every game either not like now you had to like damn near kill
2: somebody to get sent off which of course Joey Jones would have applied
1: yeah, I think he was—he was a bit rough,
2: wasn't he, Joe? He, his, uh, didn't he, he, put, he punched somebody. Didn't yeah, he did. I think, he, so did. Awesome. I think <laughs> yeah. he did. Fantastic. Well, normally you get away with that. So the <laughs> my kind of football. My kind of
0: football. None of this like JT like going. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> you know, yeah,
3: but, have that. Yeah. <laughs> J, that was what's so Ouch. awful
2: about that was that JT just vaguely touched him and he just collapsed to <laughs> the ground. I, you know. I
0: hate that. I've got something to throw in because Marco makes a good point actually that you know when we think of great debuts we tend to think uh, a lot in terms of goals and assists and all the obvious stuff. Here's a less obvious great debut that I remember of recent times, funny enough, and actually reminded uh, re- I was re- I was reminded of this uh, kind of you know reading of Mo- uh, uh, Walter's uh, stuck on you book, uh, the David Luiz debut against Fulham, which was so good that the next CFC UK was adorned with eleven David Louises for each <laughs> member of the team because he was genuinely everywhere, and I remember that he he he, he did some mental things that night, including giving away a penalty. Which checks out. Yes, I remember But that, he was yes. everywhere, and he went around like a whirling dervish, like a Tasmanian devil for the whole match. And I thought that was a, that was a great debut, but it didn't involve him scoring a goal or anything, you know.
2: I like the Denver yeah. Bar one because he yeah. was uh, terrific. Because we'd we'd had um, so much of Torres, and then suddenly there was Denver Bar and yeah. you just thought, oh. and, his, and his strawberry and, syrup, and, and, and also his unbelievably stretchy leg. Yes, he was of, a rubber man, wasn't he? Was, he, really, he was like, Bar. Remember Twizzle.
0: Yes. Yeah,
2: it's very been, similar.
0: Curly-whirly, even. <laughs> Maybe that's not, not very PC, no. is it? No, terribly okay, Let's move on. But uh, typical of you. Uh, oh, thank you, Jonathan. Nice, I take that a, as a compliment. A, in a
1: nice way. I take that was amused yeah, 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 yeah. to see that Everton fans were still singing the Denver Bar song. Yes, I love that. Were I they really? Bless, that. bless, right. them. Right. bless them.
0: that. Bless them. Right. Yeah. Bless them. Okay, let's move on. Uh, JT's red card. Uh, was it a red card? looked harsh to me I mean he was outpaced. as Jonathan actually you know as we were alluding to Rondon went down quicker than Paris Hilton The Night Vision um, here's a question for you guys uh, Marco why was it not a yellow card why was it a red card I mean you know it was outside the box so he didn't, it wasn't a penalty yeah, but it, it's Last a defender. It was the goal, yeah,
2: but it, it, goal scoring I, opportunity I, denied
0: I don't I mean I don't trust a ref. I wouldn't trust a referee to make me a cup of tea but to trust them to make a judgement as to whether the guy's in a goal scoring position or not well he
3: was really wasn't he he still had, he had he lots
0: do, Dumas. He was ahead of
3: him one on one with the goalkeeper.
1: Thibaut Courtois in goal, mate. Well, if it had been Chris Sutton, he wouldn't have scored. <laughs> That's well, true. Yeah. well it depends which era. If we played for Celtic, yeah, have Alan
0: Mays, Joe <laughs> Allen, how many more? <laughs> <laughs> more Blackburn. Yeah. Torres. Torres, Oregon. yeah. Robert Flair. I mean, so you, you think that was. Okay, here, I'll ask it around another way. Was it a red card in your view? Uh,
3: I mean, if he's playing to the letter of the law, it was. So he,
0: wasn't it he a bit soft? I mean, you know, come but
3: on. He, but the bottom line is he brought him down. But I
2: think the, the linesman could have helped him. And I think that I don't, because Clattenburg made the, made the made the judgment himself
0: from where he was. And he was, yeah. about, he was and, about 30 and yards. And Clattenburg, yeah, obviously. Yeah. Well, that's my next question. I mean, you know, I, I have to say, I mean, I watched it. Actually, do you know what? You'll love this. I was here on Sunday and I don't have sky so I was a bit like oh Christ what am I going to do I, I need to find a boozer that, that's going to have the football on and I, I downloaded this, this app called Match Day Pint and it's got <laughs> a guide to the and you've got like because you put your location what, in where, really? and it finds you your nearest pub that's showing the match and I thought hello and there's a boozer around the corner up there called the Greyhound which I've walked past many times and it's it's a it's a pretty proper old pub, you know. And I walked in there, and there's a lot of boys, you know, a, a bit naughty looking, you know, and a, a lot of bald-headed I, I older gentlemen. I don't know what gentlemen. that means. What do you mean, naughty? They looked a bit naughty. What does that mean? Well, you know, a bit tasty. Oh, a bit naughty. You know. oh, tasty, I understand. Yeah. Uh, you know, Still be on cheap me, gack and lager. You know that kind of those kind of lads. So I strolled in there, got my pint of San Miguel, felt at home, felt at home. home. Felt, well, I, I, I will regale you with why, what I did when I came. Anyway, it's a great, great. All I'm saying, is greyhound, great, great lads in there, well up for it, fantastic atmosphere. Top boozer. Cheap. I love it. I love I love the Greyhound. It, it's on Twitter, the Greyhound SW1. Follow it and get down there if, if you want to go and watch Chelsea match with proper people. Anyway, I came home quite stressed out but happy. To My my wife had cooked a nice Sunday roast and my best mate and his missus were here and they were like, oh, how was the football? And I said, stressed out. And I said, how was the boozer? I said, oh, the boozer was brilliant. I said, I felt really at home there because I was full of a bunch of quite naughty looking lads who were very, very, very liberal with the use of the F and the C at appropriate moments. So I felt very at home. So there this we go. is good. It was good. Um. Anyway, going back to JT's red card, uh, it seems like I mean I was going absolutely apoplectic with rage and liberally coming out with the F and C word in relation to Klattenberg, not just in the pub but on Twitter, because I, I feel that he is clearly a complete dick. He's not fit to referee, uh, but he's clearly got something again. Go. I mean, as I said in the intro, oh, he was desperate to send a Chelsea player. I off. don't
3: know. I will just think you don't think, think so. Uh, no, no, no. I don't, uh, what I think with Klattenberg is is. is Every time I watch a game, and he's the ref, and, and this isn't just Chelsea games. So often, the game always ends up being about Klattenberg yeah. it's almost yeah. like he's he wants that. he wants, yeah. you know, he wants that recognition in the in the same way. I don't know Howard Webb used yeah. to invite, and there have been many
0: of, others. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I once heard Graham Poll speak at a dinner where he said the only thing that people speak and and talk, Pohl. <laughs> talk about after a game is the refereeing decisions. I just thought, shouldn't well, be that. It'sarrant nonsense and it shouldn't be that way and that's not what we the best referees are the ones you don't talk about at all afterwards and you talk about the football you seen played.
0: Well there's another 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 good analogy at which which comes from from my business which is you know that if you notice the sound man and the sound mm. in a feature film it's gone horribly wrong. You know great yep. great sound engineering and sound mixing is never noticed and that's the point. You know, and it's the same, it should be the same with referee. If you notice the referee, that he's absolutely ballsed it up, in my view, John uh, JK.
2: I was going to say to back Clattenburg in this in one instance, I actually felt what? that he dealt with, with Costa and the Costa being wound up situation yeah, very well indeed, because there was that moment where um, the two West Brom players were trying to get Costa sent off. After he'd called them over from the corner, yeah, and, and pretended he got headbutted, yeah, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. and I, and he ignored it completely yeah. and just said, "Calm down." Yeah. And I, so, and the very fact that um, Costa then shook his hand at the end of the game, I actually thought was quite. I don't mm. think he was being sarcastic. I actually thought he felt that he was more defended by Clattenburg than he had been in the previous I, I, games. I, there's just
0: something about Clattenburg that I, I just don't trust.
1: If, if you look at the period of Man United domination and the number of penalties that were awarded against them the number of red cards that were awarded against them, and then compare that with Chelsea when we've been more dominant. Just absolutely no comparison. You'd expect a team that's doing well to have fewer penalties and fewer red cards. Hmm. but And more penalties awarded. And more penalties awarded for them because they're always at the other end of the pitch. But look at us this season. Two red cards... Two penalties. Yeah. in three games.
0: I mean, I've got no doubt in my mind. I mean, you know, I, I I I wrote a very big blog for IB Times last last season saying they're they're not they're not corrupt, they're incompetent. But I'm now. Do you know what? I'm beginning to wonder. I think. I tell you. I tell you what. Now, hang on. Just to take, hear me out. I think if you, if you take if you if you look at this, you know, in the bigger picture kind of view. The media are so pumped up with stories about Chelsea. Chelsea drive the whole media agenda, you know, because we are the biggest soap opera in football. So every day, every pore of 24-7 news is spewing forth stuff about Chelsea. And... The reality is it's probably about 50-50, negative and positive. That, that's the reality. But the, the, it feels like it's a lot more negative. This is seeping in and seeping in. Uh, here's an example of what I mean. In other words, it seeps into the to the national consciousness. Chelsea are bad. Chelsea deserve red cards. Okay. Here's an example of what I'm talking about. The Met Police put a tweet out today uh, about uh, that woman that got knocked off her bike yeah. by that twat from probably West Ham. no, yep. um, yeah, white Chapel, it must have been. Well, there you go. Uh, okay, yeah. and it was like, could you, if you know any information about this, could you please let us know? If you do know who this guy is. And somebody put Mourinho... I mean, you know, that, and I know that sounds daft. What I'm saying is, in the, it, that, it seeps yeah, yeah, yeah. into people's yeah. consciousness: we are bad, we are evil, we do bad things. I, I, I therefore, they, we do. And I'm saying that it's seeping into the referees I, I as think, well. There, there's another.
1: there's another thing, though. As well, I, if you go to Europe, if you go to Liverpool, particularly, or try at Liverpool, life, you know. the only thing the crowd do apart from that awful dirge at the beginning end of their games is go at the referee. The whole crowd hmm. goes at the referee constantly. At Chelsea. We are very, very polite to referees. I have to do my bit Speak the for west. yourself. Well, no. I, I
0: nearly got booted out of his Porsche seats for having a go at the referee. I I'm a, remember that? Yeah, I I'm, I'm fortunate in, forget my, it, in, sorry, my, sorry, in sorry. my
1: place in the <laughs> West Slur, we're having a relatively loud voice. I do give instruction constantly to the linesman just in front of us. Yeah, yeah. But, You have a charming, modulated voice, actually. Oh, a charmingly which, modulated yeah, voice. Charmingly and I, modulated. And I, and if you well, get that wrong, I'll sue you for no, negligence. No, no, <laughs> no it's normally things like, Oi, lino. No wonder your mum hates you. <laughs> <laughs> I said I like, or well, my best one ever was Oi Lino, you're tubby and you're on the telly.
0: You're a telly tubby. <laughs> That's quite cute and I like that. But Very but you good. know, you uh, uh, did he
1: kill himself afterwards? I, I hope so. Yeah, yeah,
2: D-
0: does your Uncle Chidge have something of a point here? Just, just make me happy and say yes.
1: Of course, there's Thank a worldwide you. conspiracy well, against us. Uh, yeah, but not,
2: <laughs> well, no, you can actually... You, One billion you can, <laughs> pounds! You can particularly point at the way they treated JT over the yeah, last few years, yeah. which are these stories that were all, which took place over about 15 years with him.
0: <sighs> Chidge! JK! In all the years you've been following Chelsea, you hardly ever miss a match, home or away. But how would you feel if you couldn't be there and it's not on TV? Oh, Chich, I'd be bereft. Inconsolable. The thought of missing my beloved
1: Blue Boy's life. <laughs> it's all too much.
0: <laughs> I know, JK. I know. It's all a bit too much, isn't it?
1: Yes. <laughs>
0: well, panic not. NordVPN have come to the rescue. They have. Yep, NordVPN allows us to watch any match, even if it's not on live TV here. They do? Yeah, they do. With just one click, they switch your virtual location to a country which is showing the match, and they act as your cyber bodyguard whilst online, protecting your personal data and sensitive info like card details and passwords. Oh, wow, great. Uh, But yeah, I bet that'll cost me a fortune.
2: We're all bunched together as being, this is why he is a bad man. Mm. And I'm constantly having, the, they're always quoted yeah. at me. People always say, "Oh, nothing, oh You know, another I'm pleased his, his career's coming to an end because he's, uh, he's no good. And, and look at Stephen Gerrard. Oh. What a charming, oh, delightful a, gentleman yes. he is. All
0: oh. oh, right, I don't want to talk about him. He's history. <laughs> uh, what I do want to talk about is somebody who I very much hope is not history. I firmly believe that he is not. But there's been a bit of a rumbling around a couple of articles written... Uh, you know, since Sunday uh, about JT. Is it a season too far? I mean, and they always kind of coming up with that he's vulnerable to pace. Um, I'm sorry, but he's always been vulnerable to pace. The trick with JT who he's, reads the game better than probably any defender beautiful. of his generation is to have, you know, people around him who can cover. And I have no, i mean, Bobby Moore had no pace. But he had quick people around him and he was one of the greatest but defenders we've ever had. I think the, 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 the problem. Sorry, is, Robbie, Robert Chelsea more, should we say, okay.
3: I mean, I think what's interesting this season is if you look at last season, Chelsea bossed the Premier League from start to finish, and JT and Ivanovic played every minute yeah. of every game last season. So in the space of two months, have they become as bad as a lot of people are making out? You know, has Ivanovic suddenly lost a yard of pace? Ditto Terry. Um, or is it is it more of a malaise, uh, the defensive shield from midfield not, not being there and therefore their lack of pace is being exploited by, well, anybody that's got pace, which is every team we've played so far this season, albeit only three. So, does it mean that if if the remedy's found for the the midfield of the defensive midfield, that would sort out the problem, or is is there something in you know that argument that maybe JT, you know, is he, finally um, re- reaching that point where it's kind of like which could it could be games it could be, could but be. but I honestly believe at this present moment in time, if Matic and Fabregas in that double pivot was working as it was last season, we wouldn't have got off to... um, I think we might still have struggled against City, but we wouldn't have struggled in the way we did against... Swansea certainly, and, and, and West Brom, and West Brom.
2: I, I, I don't think we struggled as much against Swansea. It was, it was unfortunate that, that Courtois was just such a, an idiot. Well, yeah. I think we'd have won easily by the end if we'd had eleven well, men. But yeah,
3: but I, th- I think I, I d- think, I, and I agree, there was still it was still there was still a deficiency. Montero there. Yeah. is getting in. We no, were completely, completely, you know, and the game just keeps passing Fabregas by. So yeah, it's true. If those guys are working properly, I just think our attack would have scored against them. Yeah. Um,
0: you know, I think I think you make a good point there, Marco. And, you know, uh, the, I think the other retort to that is that, you know, JT's never had any pace, which is what I was saying earlier. I, I think it's really interesting that you've, you've pushed the argument along a bit by, by looking at the midfield too. And, you know, you're right. You know, Fabricus and Matic undoubtedly worked last year. But I I, I get a sense that, you know, I, I used to question why he was played in the defensive midfielder role or the pivot not much as it pains me to mention that word <laughs> uh, but you know why he's played in I that plagiarized role plagiarised that uh, uh, the double pivot I'd like to or double pivot some of the people who use it but anyway um, I always wondered because you know whilst I could understand the argument which was that well it gave him a lot more space and he could come from deep and and, and he you know that was a very cogent argument you know if you are going to play next to Matic you still have to be able to defend and and you know he defends like a Barcelona player like not at all or an Arsenal player, like not at all. I mean, it's just you know, he is not a def- he is he is not for me the answer uh, to the double pivot role. And I and I was I would rather have him playing in the number ten role. I mean, I, I know that he the argument there is that he doesn't get as much time and space, but surely you know the ability to thread through balls in the th- last third of the pitch. He's so, preferable than these, these yeah, big dinks that he does yeah. that
2: go straight through to the goalkeeper.
0: Yeah, you know, I mean, I, I I would rather see him there. And I've always argued strongly for having Oscar in the double pivot because he's he's got the legs. Because Fabricus is not blessed with pace anyway. Pogba. Yeah, yeah well, of course, that was before the Pogba. <laughs> Pogba the, I mean, do you think we're going to get Pogba?
3: I, I don't know. I, honestly, he would be ideal, Marco,
0: wouldn't he? Let's be you honest. You know,
3: it's, it's almost like we were in a transfer coma during the summer. Yeah. And. Um, so Swansea were the smelling salts and the defibrillator was Man City. Yeah. And then they woke up with a jolt and bought Baba Raman and Pedro yeah. in a week. And now, you know, I think Roman's probably thinking, hang on a minute. Yeah, let's do it. That's have Pogba. Well, you know, I'm not being funny. If you're going to spend 40 million or 70 million what's the difference 30 million that's but, right but who, who, <laughs> who would you rather have in your team Paul Pogba or John Stones one's 21 mm-hmm. one's 22 you know if you look at that defence now he's got Rahman so
0: if, if you get better cover if, if Jose's I mean, well, and, and, and
3: Zuma well, I got mean, got, yeah. play and well how many 10.5 well exactly so you've got Rah- Rahman could play on, on the left where he plays Aspi can play over on the right where where he should play, yeah. that gives perm perm two from four of Terry Cahill, Branagh, Cahill
0: Zuma. Zuma ideally Zuma because Zuma's got pace. I mean you know so, I mean here's the you thing know, you know Terry got subbed off uh, against City and you know everybody was up in arms about that or the press were. Um, I, I think I think the proof in that particular pudding was witnessed by the fact that Cahill was the one that didn't make the starting eleven. Uh, this week uh, oh, though, so, you ex- know, except saying- when he came on you
1: saw with his mask yeah, yeah, and everything yeah, yeah. It, that could have been a very good reason for not could playing be. him if you've got three but players but people watching the City it- game
0: were saying that actually talking to masks
3: I thought it was quite entertaining somebody tweeted um, I think it was Chelsea in America tweeted nine <laughs> nine right. players who played for Chelsea wearing a mask yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just as an interesting. the Zorro yeah. 11 yeah. more
0: than nine but I, I, think, I think, you know, and a lot of people said at the time, you know, Cahill was far more culpable defensively against City than John Terry was. Why was John Terry yeah. taken off, you know? And as I said, I think that the reality of the situation, the evidence that was, was the fact that Cahill didn't start. Uh, but but I
1: think we, we, three years ago, Benitez said that Terry couldn't play every game mm. and would only play part of some games. Yeah.
3: But out by Christians. White uh, right. oh. flags, they're out already.
1: He showed last season... he could play every game this year probably he is getting to that stage where he's not going to be playing every game he is going to be taking it slightly easier if that will keep him playing with us for longer
0: well let's hope so but if his you know I don't I mean his legs have got to really really go for that to happen because as I said he was never blessed with pace and Mm. I think actually that should uh, play in his favour as he gets older because his his game has never been about pace but you have, and I think you, you had to accept this years ago that you cannot allow JT to be left one-on-one with a really, really pacey winger or striker because he's going to get rinsed. So I'll get... I mean, you, I'm sure we all remember around this table watching with delight JT getting rinsed by a really quick player, only for Ricky Cavaglio, Lord Percy himself, yeah, yeah, yeah. to nip round and just tackle them yeah, as they yeah. thought that they were through. And, and Gallus <laughs> did the same, you know. Uh, that's how we always dealt with it, was to, to make sure JT, who never had pace, was, was covered. And I don't see why that shouldn't happen now. I, I, I actually... Mark Mark wrote a brilliant article the other week, and, and, and he did focus on the whole Fabregas argument and, and actually saying very much that the, that the issue is with the midfield and the cover starts with the midfield. And if that's not firing... Then that's going to make the defence more vulnerable, and and I think Matic is Matic is in poor form, is not quite up to speed yet, but I think he's being left vulnerable by Fabricus's complete inability to defend. So he's, you know, it's, it's having a massive knock-on. So yes, Pogba is the answer. Uh, quick, quick, okay. we we should finish this. Do you think Pogba and Stones are going to come here, Jay, uh, uh, John? You know that the, the Stones a transfer will, request,
2: and
1: I don't think yeah. Pogba will. Yeah.
0: No, I think you're prob- I, it pains me to say it, but, I, but it, it pains me to say it because I think actually getting Pogba is the bigger answer than it John is. Stones, like Marco yeah. was alluding to. Jake,
1: Jake Cohen put out a good tweet recently explaining why Pogba is easily affordable. Mm. Yeah, which is yeah. because
0: Roman's got lots of money.
2: Yeah, what, what, what's, <laughs> no, but what's we're, the uh, from uh, the Juventus no, point of view,
1: from, from Chelsea's perspective, it is within financial fair play. No. It fits in. If you are more tied it over five years, it works very well. Yeah. That's a good and look, Amortize, yeah. I like that. I but like but that.
2: Are, are Juventus willing to to get rid of one of their best
1: players when they just got to the Champions League final the year before? And uh... but Why wouldn't they? He wants to come to Chelsea. Look, if you were in his position, where would you want to be? In Juventus, somewhere in Italy. Turin. Turin, yeah. Car manufacturing town, a bit like Coventry. Italian job. Except they still make cars there now. They like minis. And, <laughs> or London. It's obvious, yes, isn't it? Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: I'm not sure that that argument would work really because it's still it's
2: Italy and the sun shines a bit more there. No, it's cold. How it's many, cold in Turin. Turin's like how a Manchester. How many, how many of Italy? Italians
1: are there in London? Yeah. They all flock here. Yeah, yeah. Okay. we got a one dozen. on the tape round the Absolutely. table tonight. Absolutely, there are dozens of them here and a growing number as well. Is he coming?
0: Just say no now, just for the game yeah, No, <laughs> no, not I hope. Don't yes, Stone's yes, pogba no. Probably, yeah. yeah so you're with J.K. Marco.
3: I don't know, I think what what is interesting is... Can you make
0: Pogba an offer he can't refuse? Well,
3: what is interesting is (laughs) Marina, or whoever it was... Marina! Lovely Marina! They've just been sat around the table sorting out Cuadrado's move there on loan. So I can't believe... That they haven't been... They didn't have a discussion along the lines of what do you want for Pogba? You know, what do you want? Cuadrado, Oscar... Yeah. You know, we can give you Brana. all this play- Oof, Whatever. There was what a tweet that there was supposed to be Marin. a
2: Quadrado Ramirez package that Ju- yeah. that Juventus I, had liked.
3: I, I can't believe that discussion mm. didn't take place and it might not happen now. But it might do in Christmas. But it might
0: do. Although he'll be Champions League tight. Well, no. Well- yeah, but so was Matic in the first season. So yeah. and it, uh, we didn't bother, bother about that. I don't know. I, don't I, know. I, I mean, you know, I know a lot of people think he's very, very overhyped, but I've got to say that I mean, it's really funny. I saw Pogba play for Man United's youth team when we, uh, I can't remember if we won or or lost, to be fair, but I didn't think he looked that good at all. Uh, But subsequently, he has turned into a, I think, I mean, you know, it's no accident. He is the most sought-after midfield player in Europe. I think he he is that good. And I think, you know, two lumps like Matic. I mean, the thing about, you know, Pogba is that, offensively, he, he, he is way, way, way better than Matic. I mean, he will go up and score wonder goals. You know, he 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 likes getting forward, but he's a big old unit, and he can think, he can I, slam people.
3: If, if my my little team now, if that was to happen, would be Matic and Pogba, um, in the middle, mm. Fabregas playing for, further forward in the ten role, yeah. Yeah, yeah, with Pedro and Hazard either side of yeah. him, and Costa up top. Yeah. Fucking score some goals at. Yeah, uh, exactly. I mean, that's what we want. And stone, stones, stones, um, and protect the back. Yeah. Stones Stones, yeah. Zimber at the back with. Well, you don't need stones, indeed. Yeah. No. Cause well,
0: I, I'm, I, I totally agree with you you know. you. you know, if it was a choice between Pogba and Stones, um, I would how, choose Pogba every day.
3: You buy Kurt Zimbra costs twelve and a half million quid, mm. and we're talking about paying forty million for Stones. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Oh, it's, it's,
0: we're getting robbed by the sock robbers, I feel, on that yeah. one.
3: Anyway, enough of all that. Uh, right, we better
0: have a quick break, uh, which I think will we mean a cigarette. Right boys! Yeah, after the break, we'll be talking to Mark, all about the new releases from Gate 17 Publishing, uh, including the wonderful, wonderful, wonderful Water Ottens, Stack On You. And uh, also, Mark's got uh, another, a debut novel from Christopher Morgan called Coming Clean, and uh, we might even give The Blue Blagger a mention, if we're feeling magnanimous enough. Uh, We will be back in a wee second.
3: Real fans, real opinions. I'm Jason Cundy, and you're listening to the Chelsea Football Fancast. Proper Chelsea. FootballFancast.com.
0: Welcome back. I am Sam Chidge, and you are listening to the Chelsea Fancast, and we are in part three. And uh, this is, this is basically, we should call this the Chelsea Fancast Book Club. Have you all read your copies of... Uh, no. Actually, Clive I, Clive, 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 I think you should reveal to the, the world uh, <laughs> how well you did with uh, Walter Otten stuck on you.
1: I bought it on Kindle the day it came out. And what did you do, Clive? I immediately went and read the reference to me. Yes. And my daughter. And?
0: And I I liked it very much, and I tweeted about it afterwards. Yes. It was good. That's it. I have to be honest, because actually Walter did uh, mention to me that I got a mention, which I was very flattered by, and uh, I didn't do that, because I bought the book version, so I couldn't scan through and, uh, you know... Find out where I was, but actually, bless his little heart, I got mentions three or four mentions in the first two or three pages. I was, I was so humbled. So you only had to read the. F- I got yeah, so I haven't really got much further. That's what I'm saying. Uh, anyway, enough of that. Uh, come on, then, oh, Ark. Okay. I'm going to, re- I'm going to read what the uh, the fly cover says about this. So I think it's a good way to kind can of. Can you read the this. passages that talk about you? Um, yes, I can. Ready? Because uh, it's right. No, just the... I've got the bit about go. me. No, <laughs> ready? Uh, page 172. Chidge is the first person I embrace. There you go. That's for real. I didn't make it's, that up. That's it's lovely. In anyway.
1: the, the Fin, I finally get to meet Clive O'Connell, author of the splendid Driver on the Wing articles published <laughs> online by Chelsea Supporters Group. He introduces me to his lovely daughter, Louisa, which makes me wonder why some of the single lads like Tate, meet, Tate Mix Tim... Aren't over here offering to take her out to lunch. Oh. Because you're there. (laughs) That'd be why. (laughs) That could have been it.
0: Anyway, enough. Right, Stuck on You. A Year in the Life of a Chelsea Supporter is an entertaining and engaging anthology of articles written by Walter Otten, which document his experiences watching the Blues during the 2004-2015 season. Featuring additional and previously unpublished material, Stuck on You sees Walter immerse himself in the barroom culture of fabled pre-match watering holes the filth that the watering hole even, the Finbra arms and elaborate elaborate elaborate, elaborate on the elaborate. sticker phenomenon which has seen self adhesive Chelsea slogans <laughs> appearing over land and sea. And Leicester, of course. Which Which is the Fimber Arm still at Chelsea? No, left. no, 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 no. no, no we, we did that in the first podcast, not the same, but we'll get onto that. And they're building time. flats above it. Yeah, uh, it's all going horribly wrong. Theatre, blah, blah, blah. Yes, yeah. I know. Oh, God. Love it. Right. Enough, Marco. Uh, tell us about Stuck on You for those who, have stu- who, who I cannot believe it have not bought a copy yet, but they blooming well ought to.
3: Okay. Well, I mean, you, you've actually summed up fairly. Uh, succinctly, how did how did it, how did it get off the ground?
0: Because I mean, you know, the other thing that we should mention. I mean, Marco, other than being yeah. a brilliant Chelsea writer in his own right, is is doing and has done a fantastic job over the last few years of kind of setting Gate Seventeen up as as, a, as a basically a publishing house for itinerant Chelsea writers. And, and 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 should be roundly applauded for that actually because it's it's you, you put an awful lot of effort into it and and you you, you deserve the praise that you get for this i think
3: yeah well, thank you um yeah but i, I think the idea I, I think about a year ago um my sort of skills in terms of just formatting stuff kind of improved slightly uh, to be able to uh, move into the ebook market mm. and give people um Know, put some of these books like Celery out as an e-book, um, books like that. Um, and then it kind of moved on from that to uh, start doing paperbacks as well through print-on-demand, which you know, obviously there's a risk involved in everything. So you Hang can, on,
0: well, so what's, what's print-on-demand? How does that work? Well, so
3: basically, traditionally, you know, if, if, you do, if you bring out a book, you need to commit to print. Um, x numbers usually quite a lot isn't it yeah yeah to to make it worthwhile so you know it's a gamble at the Mm. end of the day Um, because you have to
0: lay out the money to get them printed yeah
3: exactly so the only thing that was involved and walters was the first book stuck on you's the first book um where we did kind of a simultaneous release did you in terms of ebook well it was a couple of weeks but that was only because i wasn't aware of the amount of time that would be involved uh, just getting the paperback out in 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 the format that I did it, um, but what it's enabled me to do is to put the book out at a good price, um, so six ninety nine, which is a fair price for a paperback. You know, it's, it's not a big read. You, it's Walter's what's great about Walter's writing is it's not complicated. Um, big it's, letters. It's mm. very it's very honest. He has great characters in there and he just writes from the heart. Mm. He just tells it the way it is. So it's an easy read. Um, this particular book is, you know, it's divided up into games and incidents throughout the season and you can pick it up and read it when you go to the loo or if it's you're on the tube.
0: It's a perfect book book, is, actually, yeah. I have to say. Um,
3: you know, and the feedback's been brilliant yeah. and the book's done really well and I'm really pleased for Walter because, you know, he he, 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 he enjoys writing He's written um, a really good novel called The Red Hand Gang, which we put out a couple of years ago. He's done a couple of short story compilations. He's got another novel um, in the works called Poppy, which will be out, um, I'm not entirely sure, maybe early next year, but he's he's certainly got through to the editing stage of that. Um, And, you know, in in producing the books in the format that we've done – Chelsea supporters anywhere on the planet can get hold of a paperback copy through their local Amazon so it's no it's taken away all that pain yeah. of why can't we get the book here which has always been uh, a, a problem has not it why can't we have it in paperback or people saying why can't we have it in Kindle um, so you know the idea is now to give people the opportunity like Walter who, who's got a talent for writing just a platform mm. that that isn't a massive risk to me mm. personally, because mm. it's just a hobby. To mm. be honest with you, yeah. um, to, to give him that platform to, to reach out, and if you know, nobody forces anybody to buy a book. It's there. Yeah. We make people aware of it, um, and if you know, if people read it and enjoy it, they spread the word. And you know, six ninety nine for a paperback, one ninety nine for a Kindle. Um, that's decent value.
0: It. I mean, you know. I, I'll be amazed if there are people listening that, that haven't come across Walter thus yeah. far, because I mean his reputation. You know, as I said earlier on, when before we went on air, I think I mean you know we we are blessed. There's a, there's a lot of us out there who 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 can you know get a few words down on on print and and, and entertain people by doing so. Uh, and I would uh, I would I would I would hesitate to say it, but I've got a hunch that out of all of the clubs that we've probably got the biggest wealth of writing talent actually out there. But I think Walter has quickly become, you know, almost like the cherry on the cake, really, hasn't he? I mean, he's got such a, a an idiosyncratic style. Yeah, It's yeah. so different from everybody yeah, he's got, else. He's got it?
3: a really unique style, and the thing about Walter is, he's actually a lovely bloke. And he's lovely, and, oh he's and, absolutely and, lovely. Um, you know, he's, he's he's had he writes from a very human perspective, um, because. You know, he's faced a lot of challenges mm. in his life, which, which this isn't the platform to go into. But, no. but he's more than open and honest with yeah. the, what he tweets, um, and that's reflected in the way he writes. So, you know, this it's a very a, human a, guy. Yeah, this, basically, yeah, isn't you know, yeah. this is a fellow who extremely would go, positive. Yeah, he would go mm. to every game if he could afford yeah, to. Exactly. But, you know, in stuck on you, you know, he, t- he tells it like it is. He's genuinely grateful when he can get hold of a ticket, yeah. and you know, and the people that sort him out. Um, you know, it, it means the world to him, yeah. and all of that comes across in the writing. Um, passion, yeah, just just passion and enjoyment. Mm. Uh, There's stuff in there about you know his family, his, his the Doris. Mm. You know, all, he's all got his- a
0: lovely turn of phrase as well. I think yeah. I think out of all of the writers that that that, that we've come mm-hmm. to to know around Chelsea, you know, Waltz has got as you said he, he writes in a very unique way, but. You know, I I remember I remember having chats with some comedian mates when I was, you know, kind of writing and producing a bit of comedy, and 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 I used to ask them all the time what is what is the secret to to, to writing good comedy, and performing good comedy, and and you know it's really boring stuff like timing and there's a lot of rules and there's a lot of structure to it, all of which really made my eyes begin to glaze over, which made me realise that I was never destined for a career doing it really. And then, and then the, the 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 kind of the 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 underlining of it was the one thing that kind of you know got me to stand up, bolt upright again. And and, I, and they and basically they said, "You've got to have fucked up shit in your head." Oh yeah. And I said, "Oh great, I, I've got lots of, <laughs> of fucked up. Yeah, I can do that." Yeah. You know, but it's a bit like Waltz, you know. What, yeah. what what makes him as good as he is? He he has just such a completely different view yeah. of the world than than yeah, most yeah. people have. Yeah. And I think for me, you know, e- even before I knew him, I mean, I remember the first time I met Waltz. You know, and I, I just gave him this huge hug and said, "Mate, you know, I, I, I've just loved your. I, I'm so glad to get to know you because I've been reading your stuff in CFC UK for years, and it just blows me away every time I read it. You know, because he has got that unique style, and he's a, he's a very clever guy. And now here's the thing, uh, you know, uh, I I think when it came out electronically, did it not top the Chelsea? Oh, it's been literature the, charts. Oh, I mean, God, this, it's done yeah, really yeah. well, hasn't right, it?
3: It has, yeah. I mean, the the the, the paperback. Um, has, has been is now in locked in battle with Rick Glenville well, who, yeah. who we've got on next <laughs> week incidentally yeah. if um, if people like to we're going to have uh, we've got some paperback copies of Stuck on You which Walter's hopefully going to mm. come to the store before he goes to the pub uh, although it might be
0: funnier if it was afterwards
3: against the Palace against <laughs> Palace because well, I won't be there well after there is that of course after yeah. the game um, so if anybody wants to Get a signed copy of "Stuck on You" by Walter, and you're at the Palace game. I'll bring we'll have them at the stall. Yeah. Bring your Kindle. <laughs> He'll scratch yeah. on it with a key. Yeah. You know that'd be great. Um So you're selling them at the stall. Yeah, and and incidentally, talking to Rick Glanville, he's bringing some of his books, new book, Um which is out next store. week, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. So what's
0: that called? Uh, well, I'm going to talk about that at the end because then I'll then I'll remember because it'll be in the script. Yeah. Okay. It's about the it's about history and stats. That's about all I remember. But is he's it, on the show next is week. Is it an
2: upgrade of, from some of the I'm, other not, sure, run, I'm know, not sure,
0: mate. I'm not sure. I know. A lot of yeah. books about history and stats. Yeah. That's true. Really- uh, and he's on the show next week. So watch out for next he's week because Rick Level's on it. He is lovely. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, the basic genesis behind Walt's book, really, is, as Marco said, it's kind of uh, a year in the life of, of a Chelsea supporter, which, of course, is, is Walter. And, you know, and, and like we were saying, one of the great things he does is in his CFC UK stuff is he... He characterises uh, a lot of the people that he's got to know and hangs around with at and the he, game. And he's
3: got a friend called No Beans Kenny. No which Beans is Kenny. Brilliant Kenny name. Christmas. <laughs> yeah.
0: Sausage, of course, who we all know <laughs> and love. I mean, everybody gets a name, apart from me, sadly. Proper... Chich, isn't it? Well, I've name? got a stupid name already. So, I mean, yeah, make a funny name out of that one. Go on. But anyway, he does that. He characterises the people that he goes to games, the people he knows and the people he meets, and, and that, that's lovely. But it also kind of is a nice... Uh, chronology of, of of a very wonderful and successful season last year, and and I think the other thing underpinning it, of course, is that is the sticker culture, which uh, yeah. I think it's, it's safe to say that the wonderful Callum or CFC Callum on Twitter yeah. people uh, was the was the uh, you know the first guy to really get behind and do that, and, yeah. and I, I liked his little introduction where he was saying you know that's generally one of the you know we, we yeah. Chelsea supporters are at the forefront of the whole stickering culture, so well done <laughs> Callum and a lovely piece written by him. Um, bottom line, then get it on the stall, six ninety nine. Yeah, or
3: Amazon. Amazon. Yeah. Yeah. So so, easy to get hold of. Yeah.
0: All right. Now, uh, well done Waltz. Um, now the other thing is I would have had Waltz on the show. He's been on the show a few times as we all know. I'd have loved to have had him on the show, but uh, he now works on Mondays and Tuesdays, so it makes it kind of impossible to have him on. So kind of Marco is is kind of like... Re- he's Walter's representative on Earth, as it were. <laughs> um, right, now the other the other book. I noticed you've got another novel out from yeah. somebody that I, I've met once or twice yep. and, and know from Twitter, yep. but I really don't know much about the book. So uh, shall I just read out the, the little kind of intro that it, it yeah. has? It says from Bart... This is called... Uh, Coming Clean by Christopher Morgan, or as we know him at Blue Yonder CFC on Twitter. It says from barroom to bedroom via back streets, football terraces, and nightclubs. Coming Clean embraces the capital's modern popular culture, but there is no escape for Dylan and Grace. Time and truth are running out. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. It's a bit of a what do they call that. I don't know. I don't know. Page turn. Page turn. Yeah. Isn't yeah.
3: It? So tell me about Coming Clean by Christopher Morgan. Okay. I mean, the background to, to this one is um, when I sort of decided to, you know, sort of open open the doors and, you know, pe- people had stuff uh, they were interested in getting published. And the whole thing about, like, Gate 17 now is, you know, it is bloody. People just don't want to give people a, an opportunity to get published. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you can, you know, yeah, it's hard, you it? can sort of self-publish and do all mm-hmm. of that stuff and that's hard. But, you know, the, there is a vehicle there now through Gate 17 where if, if somebody's got something good, then let's put it... I, I like the way you look to me like that. No, no. No. <laughs> <I> mean, you <laughs> keep teasing I'm, me. I know,
0: I know. I'm just too lazy. No I, no, no,
3: I mean, the thing is, if somebody's got... You know, and, you know, and, and Chris Morgan came to me, I think it was about three years ago, and he said, I've written this book. Yeah. Will you read it? Yeah. And I read it, and and I said you Know have you, how many times have you read it? And he said, you know, a few times. I said, we'll read it again. Um, and and you know, we had a discussion about it. And I said, look, if you can do this, this, and this, and get it back to me, let's have a look at it. And he and, he and he did that. No, good man. And you know, what he's come up with, I think, is, is probably an element of autobiography in there. And what first novels tend to
0: be, don't they? But
3: but what it is. What's really good about this book is, I mean, it's got loads of Chelsea references in, um, it's about two two Londoners, a guy called Dylan and a girl called Grace, who are quite ordinary people doing quite ordinary jobs, but they, they both have grubby little secrets that, that we all have. Um, and you know, they eventually obviously not people like Clark no, no, or, no. or me or, no, or, or, or Jonathan, no, but, but they, For they, people they, like you and me, Mark. Yeah, <laughs> no, yeah, no, no. They they eventually meet. So all you know, you've got this wonderful sort of story about uh, set around London, um, you know, in gritty sort of detail in bars and clubs. As he writes says, well, you know. Yeah, he writes well. Uh, they're, they're really interesting characters. Um, it's not a book about Chelsea, but there's loads of Chelsea oh, well, that's stuff it then. in there. You know, Sorry, <laughs> no, I'm
0: you know, joking. I'm joking. But
3: but it, you know, it's a really enjoyable story, and it's a great book. You know, I, I, I when I decided to sort of publish it, and you know, I took it away um, on holiday in May and read it on holiday, and you know, it's, it's like a, it's a great book to read on holiday, or you can yeah. read it. You know, if you've got a bit of a commute and it's really enjoyable you know it's as good as any yeah. other stuff that's out there of that type I shall of look out for that. gritty you know and that's out same thing you can get it on in paperback or in ebook format um, it's a bit more it's I think it's 995 in paperback but it's it's a proper book. How many yeah. so it got, like, more pages oh, than yeah, waters, then? Oh, yeah, yeah, this is a, it's a clunker. <laughs> Good. It's a Chelsea yeah. book. Yeah.
0: like, like a, a bit like the Chelsea Brick, but more intelligent. A yeah. Mickey Droy of a book. Yeah. Mickey Droy of a book, I like but that
3: But, yeah, book. no, so well done to Chris Morgan. And Alan Young of a book. For doing it, and, you know, <laughs> that'll get a anybody who's, know who's listening about. to this, you know, if you've got something up your sleeve or on your laptop or whatever, and you think, you know, I've always fancied just send it, send yeah. it in. I'll have a there look at it. There we go. If there All are right. any
0: budding writers out yeah. there. Uh, but not me, obviously. I wrote only already... Mourinho's first season. Did you? Yeah, but it's all too posh.
2: It was all set in East Middle, yeah. so I couldn't... And that's that's the one where you
1: defame me and grossly you. and called me a Nazi, I think, for a number. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> Marco's Mark, ears
3: prick up. I'll have to I lose that. No, but not, it, it was, I know, Yeah. Can I, can I just mention yes. a couple of other little you things? You of course you can. So those two books are out now. So Stuck on You and Coming Clean are available to buy now. Um... I think it was about three years ago now. Uh, I think it was the first book that I put out as an ebook was Celery Kelvin's book. Oh God, yeah. So of Celery representing Chelsea in the nineteen eighties. Which you have to read this book if, if if you love Chelsea, you've got to read. It this is book like because you know, yeah. it, it's it's bigger than anything Rick Glanville's written, and it's got no photographs in. That's right. And it, you know, I mm. mean, I've, I've just. Finished. 800 odd pages I've just it, finished yeah. formatting it for to put it out in paperback again yeah. Yeah. oh because, right so it's been yeah, reprinted yeah because the, the, a lot of people have sort of said you know will it ever come out in paperback blah 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 is he going
0: to update it at all
3: um I think can you not ready, wait that long well he's got to make a correction and he won't forgive me for um reminding him that <laughs> he got the one armed drummer wrong um in Def Leppard yeah yeah uh but um but yeah, so I've had to do that in eleven point print because the first time I did it it was gonna be eight hundred and twenty wow. pages long. I mean this is like a the definitive book about um Chelsea in the eighties. So we just need to sort out the cover and I think Kelvin's still in Mexico at the moment, sunning himself, so mm. that that'll be out in paperback um again probably in four to six weeks or Excellent. certainly before christmas yeah. so that's good uh um, it's a
0: required it's required reading it's like you know when I'm on my yeah. course i have texts which i have to read yeah. and ones i can ignore but salary is like the most required reading of all chelsea texts i think
3: yeah so to all those people who've been saying why why can't i get hold of it and pay for back you will be able to soon but it'll be a bit more expensive than 9.99. Oh well, fair play. I might buy another copy involved. just for the shits and giggles.
0: <laughs> you know you know the great thing about that book for people like me is that it you know because I can now, I can't I mean you know in all honesty I, I find it hard to remember what happened in the City match which is only two weeks ago I know. so I've got no know, chance of mate. remembering anything yeah, you know exactly. I, I've got like a Keith Richard world view yeah. of the 80s if you were yeah. there, if you, know, you can remember it you weren't really there yeah exactly so actually what Kelvin does is he, he, he acts he acts like your memory for those of yeah. us who have
3: a crap one which is wonderful anyway next one um, well the only other thing is I mean I've got I've got a I wrote a novel called Blue Murder. Well, I don't know seven or eight years ago now, and I got round to writing another one, which is um, in a similar. There's quite a lot of Chelsea in it, but it but it's a novel. This is the new one. Yeah, I mean it's it's just a thriller set in London um, called This Damnation, and that'll be out in at the end of November. Godfather's song. Yeah, <laughs> with permission from the Godfathers <laughs> to to uh, to quote said lyrics from said song. Uh, but yeah, there's a load of stuff in there. The Clash, the Jam, a lot of gangster shit, and uh, a lot of. When's it coming so, out? that will be out at the end of November. All right, we might have to get you back on for that one. Well, I'll yeah, think. yeah. Uh,
0: well, I mean, I, I can't say how or why, but I know quite a lot about the book, <laughs> and uh, it is it is fantastic. And it, you, you know, when it comes out, grab hold of a copy because it's it's a really fine piece of work. Uh, and that's all I'm going to say about that. But you're going to have to come back on and plug that when you come back uh, when, when it comes out.
3: So the only the only last thing that I would say is um, I'm serious. If people you know, if people are out there listening, who've got something and think you know, I'd love to get a b- if it's got a Chelsea twist to it, obviously it helps because that's what people look on Gate Seventeen for. So you know,
0: what's the URL? Gate Seventeen uk, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It-
3: so okay. um, just, the offer's there if people want to... Yeah, take him up on that because like you you won't...
0: I mean, you know, Marco's very genuine about this and you will not get... It's so hard to get into that game and get anything published. I mean, obviously the prerequisite has to be good, but uh, <laughs> do take him up on that because you you will find it non-impossible to get a chance anywhere else. Now, somebody's just written something hilarious, so my, my attention might have wandered there, Marco, but uh, we, we Are The Shed has just said... Too many books to read. I I, I feel his pain. What is the fancast book of the month? Stuck on you, Walter Rotten. Yeah, getting stuck on you. Um, Look, we really need to wrap up this part. Very quickly before we do, I I, I promised myself that I would also mention in Dispatches the wonderful Ultraviolet by Blue Blagger. We know him as He Who Must Not Be Named.
3: We will have copies of that on the stall Fantastic. In fact, we'll have loads of books on the store. There we go. Uh,
0: in fact, the CFC UK store is now the CFC UK book club.
3: So if it Saturday rains, book we're club. fucked. We yeah. won't have any books on the store. But
0: we should mention it, really. Uh, it's his debut novel. It's it's all built around his experiences at Glastonbury in the 80s and the 90s. Uh, it's uh, I read most of it on the plane over to New York shortly after the book launch. It's a brilliant read for anybody who went to uh, Glastonbury in the eighties and nineties, like I did. Uh, it, 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 it just takes you right back there. It's brilliantly done. Fair play to the man. Uh, go out and buy that. And as Marco said, that will be on the stall too. Right, we need to whiz on because these poor boys have got to go home soon. We've still got another part to do. Right Can now, I'll after- say
2: that I mentioned we mentioned earlier that I would called um, Clive a Nazi in the book that I wrote. That yeah. I never. We didn't even bat an eye, kids, did we? No, no, but I I was. You weren't really the. You were just a template for it, and I created the character. It was just the fact that you barked out things at the crowd rather like a (laughs) like a Gauleiter. That was the only reason that I I chose that. A Gauleiter. Yeah, Gauleiter. Yeah.
1: I don't even know what that means. It means a Nazi. Okay.
2: (laughs) Yeah. So it wasn't that you were the Nazi. You just gave me an idea because you were saying, "Come on, Chelsea! Come on, Chelsea!" in a kind of slightly Germanic way for me. And I. No Not that you were exactly. (laughs) That's all it was. I just want to defend okay. myself. Here. I really. I, 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 I. But it, it never got. Ten years you're you're like only worried ten years because he's, he's a not. lawyer and you think he might no, it, sue it, you. Indeed, it's never. Been, <laughs> but it's never been. It's never been published.
1: It, it was on the internet, that's but it might be now. If oh, that's if, true. It was a little yes, bit. Of it was. Yeah, if but it, it wasn't was. you though. Why you. You, you, recognisable. you only you. Recognizable.
0: If he sends it in to Marco, it might get published. Anyway, we've got to. we got we got, got to go to the next part. After the break, we're going to have our usual Chelsea fancast roundup, roundup including a few of your emails.
1: Fans, real opinions.
3: I'm Jason e. Cundy and you're listening to the Chelsea Football Fancast. Up the Chelsea FootballFancast.com
0: Welcome back. I'm Stefan Chidge and you are listening to the Chelsea Fancast and we've had a nice old chat about the West Brom game. We've had a good old chat with Marco about some fantastic books that are out uh, on the Gate 17 publishing label uh, and now it's time for a bit of a roundup and I, I'm toying with the idea because my voice is going spare really so I, I'm thinking maybe I'll get somebody who who could, who could I get who has got a lovely voice lovely rich voice who does a lot of voiceovers and has done a bit of acting and you know, a lot you, of it. Al yeah. Gregg oh that's right Al <laughs> <laughs> Gregg sadly sadly Al Gregg is not here tonight so it's fine so, it's so, it's we'll, we'll have to get you. <laughs> that was pretty wild. that was absolutely <laughs> 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 so, no we don't mean it I, don't, right. I
2: don't know anybody called Al Gregg you know?
0: oh you Al you'll love he's, he's another one who's written a book called the, uh, the oh yeah uh, oh
3: shit what's it called
0: The Wrong, the wrong Outfit, outfit. Thank what you.
3: a fucking good book fantastic also out on Gate also out on yeah. Gate 17 oh, wow yeah.
0: So, would you like to do the honours, Jonathan, as you are the vo- Jonathan, the voice, kid. It's very dark in here. I can't see Well, if, if you can't, I'll, I'll, I'll... No, no
2: I'm going to put my glasses on, darling. I'm going to do it, yes. <coughs> Which bit do you want me to nice read, smoking, yes. my Nice smoking jacket. Well, just, just, just you. read
0: your way through it until <laughs> I'm uh, bored. Can you do my bow
2: tie up for me, do you think? Just <laughs> get it... It's a little
1: smoking cap that
0: goes
2: so nicely with it.
0: and can I bring my dog in?
2: Just get one with it. No, don't do that to Clive Slick.
0: Ow! <laughs> 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 <laughs>
2: Which bit am I supposed to be reading?
0: Uh the well, I don't know, you got the
2: script. Chelsea roundup. Yeah. CFC UK. You can get CFC UK at home games from the CFC UK stall opposite Fulham Broadway Tube and also at away games. Yep. If you can't get it there, you can always get it digitally by subscribing online at CFCKUK.net. And if you're in the USA, follow a Twitter account at CFCUKUSA. And if anyone's interested in getting a CFC UK copy, contact me, Dan Lundberg. No, Lundgerg.
0: Lundberg. Lundberg. It is
2: Lundberg. You spelt it L U N D G E R G here. Lundberg. Yes, but the I Twitter did, address. I, did actually. I know, but I wasn't reading ahead that. I we was trying oh, to get the name okay, right. Okay. Yeah, thank you. This Start is not a rehearsal, John. Contact me. The real Dan thing. Lundgerg, on <laughs> Twitter life. at Dan, Dan Lundberg. So don't contact Dan Lundgerg, but. Contact Dan Lundberg. Underscore. Underscore. I was about to okay, say right, 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 Do you right. want to do this on no, me? No. <laughs> I will in a minute. No, you will. My latest article, and also check out... No, the, p- <laughs> 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 the punctuation in yeah. this is ow, ridiculous.
3: Al, get yourself over here. <laughs>
2: Something, something, something. My latest article. And also check out... Not your latest article. No, no. My latest article. Chid's. You should be reading this. Wow. Chidge's latest article. And also... There's no beginning Don't worry about the rest of it. They've all all heard that before. Move on. Chelsea Supporters Trust. Join the trust to get your voice heard by the club. Five quid to becoming a voting member or free for non-voting members. Sign up at ChelseaSupportersTrust.com so you can attend the meetings, come to the events, vote on the issues that directly affect you, and make sure you get your voice heard. The newsletter is out once a month, and the results of the annual survey will be out soon. Follow them on Twitter at Chelsea S Trust.
0: Right, I'm going to do the next few, and then I'm going to get you to read the emails if that suits you. Okay, by the way,
2: I I did the... um, the survey for Chelsea well Trust done. which I'm mm. which I'm a member of and I thought it was really it's an excellently yeah. worded setup and when uh, the whole yeah, um, the one million questions are fifteen. Yeah, are really, yeah. are really, absolutely. And we on work the board. hard at that, and yeah, the club like that too. I voted for you, Chidge. I voted <sighs> that you. Oh, can... you
0: are allowed to say that now, I think, because yeah. it's the voting's passed. Yeah, exactly.
2: I knew that. Whew. Yeah, like
0: I mean, we get into real trouble. We have to be completely, you I know, know, I know. Yeah, I know, I know, I know, I know. but
2: then I changed my mind. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and don't
0: tell me you vote. You, vote, you can't. You, you can't vote for Pablo because he's not on it anymore, or Ross. No, I know. Uh, I was
2: a bit taken aback like by
0: that. I, I tried to just vote for one person. Neil Beard. You voted for Neil. He'll be delighted. He, yeah. He'll know he has one vote at least. Yeah, then.
2: yeah. But then I then I
0: took that one away. So okay, all right. <laughs> well, not very nice. Anyway, I'm going to carry on because there's a couple of things I want. I can I can busk around this. Uh, basically, Chelsea fans forum talking of the trust. Uh, the trust is a member of the forum, as is the Chelsea Fancast. And the first meeting this season is on Monday, the seventh of September. Uh, our rep is Dan Silver, who Good boy. will be yeah, he'll be with us next week. Good lad. Now if you've got any issues uh that you wanna get raised on the fans forum, which is the official it's the official, you know, fans forum for the club, so it's a quite a big deal. Uh, so if you've got any issues, get in touch with either Dan by emailing chelsea at gmail dot com or you can just bung one to me and I'll make sure he gets it, and that's uh, chelseafancast at gmail.com uh, now, the two issues on the agenda, I believe, are the stadium rebuilding and posting match tickets. So, if you've got any issues about that particularly, I think that's a good time got to have got a meeting
2: on first, second and third at Chelsea. Yeah, they have for the, them, for uh, the rebuilding, about the rebuilding, about the rebuilding, yeah, yeah. About
0: the consultation yeah. and yeah. feedback from it, yeah. I should be going along to that. Now, Chelsea FanCast T-shirts, uh, there are seven, that is right. There are only seven Chelsea FanCast T-shirts left. Oh, I'd like one of them. Uh, you, haven't you got one? No. I'm <laughs> oh, well, not a
2: large size, so it's a bit of a waste of time. You can have a large one if you want. No, I'm not a large size. Okay.
0: You're extra largey. No, uh, okay, so they're they're all, as Jonathan has rightly said, they're all large. We've only got large ones left, so if you want one and you're large, or you don't have any pride, uh, then email me, gmail. <laughs> They might do if you wash them hot enough yeah. Yeah. Cold enough. They, they might wash off all the colour that would. Yeah, no, we'll no. Do. They, they, we'll these do. are yeah. quality. Marco can verify this. He's a man who knows about yeah. t-shirts. They're quality t-shirts. I paid a lot of money for them. Okay, can you just say there are six then? then. No. There are, okay. There are six. There are only six. Yeah. That's right. There are six. <laughs> <laughs> buy one but what was it? Buy. While stocks last. Bog off. 5, 4. No, there, no, are there, there are photos. three. I'll buy there three. I'll buy I'll buy all seven. It's going very Monty Python. Anyway, uh yeah, all you have to do is email me. Uh that's Chelsea at gmail.com and i'll sort one out for you the price is 15 english pounds and that includes boatage and packing
2: without postage and packing what would it be
0: uh for you in, in other words yeah well we'll I'll negotiate after the show <laughs> thanks very much uh, 20 quid i think isn't it staff uh, discount yeah, yeah, staff uniform he gets it for free uh now uh well done blake in australia for buying one it'll be on its way to you this week when i get back to Winchester. well done blake yeah well done blake uh yeah but as I said and once they're gone they're gone that's it unless I can be asked to front up the ground or so I didn't when I got them all done in the first place but uh, get on it people if you want a Chelsea Fancast t-shirt now Campo Retro some of you or some of the more observant among you may have noticed Chelsea Fancast tweeting this weekend about some special offers on Chelsea shirts from Campo Retro who I think are probably the best people that do retro Chelsea shirts
2: have they got the taupe ones the what the taupe colour ones No, the jade jade ones. Yeah, no, the kind of orangey ones. Tangerine. Graphite. Graphite.
0: Graphite and tangerine. I haven't seen them, actually. Yeah. Yeah. God, I hope hope to God they don't bring that back, although your scarf is a bit, you know. Yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah. I was to match I was going to get a matching scarf. okay I
0: anyway um, yeah we've been tweeting about some special offers on Chelsea shirts from Campo Retro all weekend uh, we've made friends with the Campo Retro again this season so we'll hopefully be able to bring you some special offers Did discount codes and, and exclusive competitions in the near future so watch this space or better still follow our Campo Retro tweets at Chelsea fancast now we've got a couple of emails and I would like to, I would like to get Jonathan to read these
2: from Sean Proctor Good evening, all. Sean here from sunny South Africa. I hope this mail finds (laughs) you all well. another listener gone. Thank you, Jonathan. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. good evening, all. Sean here from sunny South Africa. I hope this mail finds you all well. After our slow start, putting it mildly, I have to resist the urge to get frustrated and realise how long this season is. In both our games, some big calls went against us, which, had they not, the results could be different. The red card for Courtois against Swansea, had that been a yellow, who knows? Should Fernand Donut receive a red and not a yellow, and Ramirez's goal rightfully standing, leveling at one-one? Who knows? So far, we all have. So far, all we have are questions. But my one worry is the form of J.T. and branner and Fabregas. They just don't look match fit to me. Enough of my rambling. Thanks again for a great show. And up, up the, the chills! Cheers, Sean. From Brian Ball. Buy the boys a beer. Buy the boys a beer. If you don't buy the boys a beer, I'll no, smack you, you round the you, you're going to have to sing it properly.
0: You're going to have to sing it pro- If you're going to read this, you've got to have to read it properly. I, I don't. I can't remember what Ready? that one Should is. We, well, I mean, I'll help you because I don't expect Clive to know. Buy the boys, He's too a, posh. Beer, buy boys, boys a beer. Marco won't. Buy, buy the boys a beer. Buy the boys a beer. If, if you, you don't buy, buy the boys a beer, I'll smack you around the here. Oi!
2: That's it. Okay. Can I do it now? Yes. Buy Absolutely. the boys a beer, buy the boys a beer. If you don't buy the boys a beer, I'll slap you around here. Oi! You did that very well. Thanks very much. Your com- musical's com- going to be great. It is going to be good, actually, yeah. It's it's called uh, The Damn Heroes of Bust Around, it's called. Cool. And now that Chel Tell is back, how could I not? Do me a favour, Chidge. Don't drink it all yourself. Make sure he gets one on me.
0: Ta!
2: I'm so glad the show's back. I look forward to it almost as much as I look forward to the games. Not sure what that says about me. Anyway, <laughs> have a good season, guys. I know you. I know you will all keep making me laugh and smile. Brian
0: Ball, marvel, your friend in Tyler, Texas. That's it, my friend. Thank you for your wonderful reading. Um, I think just going back, going back to Sean's uh, email. Um, he kind of he should either he should be the guy that writes the match reports on the Chelsea website, or he is the guy that wrote the <laughs> match report after the Swansea. Well, the or, one. The, yeah, brilliant. One. You know. But I think his is better, actually. Fernand... I'd like to see the Chelsea website come out with Fernand Donut. You know, that would be brilliant. <laughs> you know. It's a gratuitous insults the other it side, wouldn't it? Be. Is, <laughs> it is. So, but well done, Sean. Nice to hear from you. And, and, and as for Brian... Uh, it was lovely to have Cheltel back. Uh, the thing I'm most disappointed about I saw him last week
3: when I was going yeah. into the Swansea Well,
0: the disappointing thing about last week's show was that um, because I couldn't get to Bloom in London, I had Cheltel lined up with Doctor Mart again. And oh, was, I know that would have been the. the Is boys he back are from back. his
3: travels now?
0: Yeah, for a little while. I don't know how long for, but uh, hey ho. Anyway, on that point, as you may have noticed, people uh, Brian uh, very kindly made a donation to the Buy the Boys a Beer button on the Chelsea Fancast website, which peculiarly is on every page other than the homepage, I discovered. I'm not very good at websites. Uh, But it it is in there, and you just press on it, and you say how much you're going to donate, and we get some beer money on PayPal. (laughs) It's wonderful. It's the best thing
3: I've ever amazing.
0: And people do. Brian did. But also recently, Mac Bergson made a lovely donation.
3: Hello, Mac. Nurse Fisk. Mac is usually in the
0: house, actually. There we go. Mac's in the house. He's listening. Mac, thank you very much for your donation. It's very lovely of you. And also, the lovely, wonderful James Coppert, who has been a long, 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 long term listener. Massive supporter of Chelsea, uh, and he's the lad that, if I recall, wrote to JT in support of JT when he was being annihilated by the press for something or other. It could have been, you know, pick one of five reasons. Disabled uh, Bane. I'm yeah, here. Who, who, yeah. Anyway, James isn't, but Mac is, yeah? There we go. I'm here. My pleasure. Drink it in good health. I will. Uh, anyway, James Copper, uh, got, he got a pair of JT's boots. He wrote JT a letter in support and JT sent him a pair of boots, signed boots. I and mean, he got in CFC UK for that. So, well, thank you, James. Thank you, Mac. Thank you, Brian. Uh, the rest of you learn from these fine people. It's very easy to do. Uh, now, let us know, of course, what you think of the show. Or uh, if you have any questions, email us during the week at chelseafancast at gmail.com. And we will read them out. In Ooh. fact, actually, better than that, a proper, 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 famous voiceover artist will read them out. Al. Oh, wow. If he's on the show. Not not Al, Jonathan. Okay. <laughs> you're, you're a different gravy to Al, if the truth were to be told. I know. Okay. He's only being modest. But he's better at guitar than you. I don't know. I'm quite a good oh. at guitar. Were you in a punk band called The Wall?
2: No, I was in a band called The Websters. Yeah. I think I prefer Al's band. Yeah, probably. Yeah. And, we were a bit more melodious.
0: And he tried to teach me how to play Killing Joke. Did he? Oh, yeah. probably... <laughs> I, he, failed, he failed miserably I <laughs> have All to right. say but he did try <laughs> anyway uh, moving along uh, right we will be ne- uh, back next week we'll be on air next Tuesday again uh, thanks to the bank holiday so don't forget to tune in next Tuesday or as we always used to say on the podcast we used to do it on Tuesday see you next Tuesday spelt for oh bit yeah. oh, yeah, that we, oh, that, that you, was one of our that was one of our favourite sign-offs can you explain that to me uh, Cambridge University netball team exactly that's right Anyway, uh, yeah, we'll be back next Tuesday and we'll, as we will be raking over Crisis Club Chelsea's game against Crystal Palace. Uh, joining me will be Dan Silver, Clayton Beerman, and Chelsea's official historian, denizen of Gate 17, and great friend of the show, Mr. Rick Glanville, or Sir Rick of Glanville, as I like to call him, uh, who will be talking about his new book, Chelsea, the Complete Record, the Definitive Bible of Chelsea Facts and Stats. There you go. It's Chelsea, the complete mm. record. And then next year, you'll have to write an addendum. He will. Yep. He's got a, got a good gig going on there. He hasn't he? Hasn't 27th he? of August, I believe, that's out. And as Marco said, it will. he will be signing copies at the stall, CFC UK stall. Pre-Palace. Fabulous. Weather permitting. Weather permitting. Hopefully, he will bring a signed copy over Driver on the
3: wing. What is the weather forecast? Oh, it's for not
0: looking so bad for Saturday.
3: Dry. dry. Saturday
0: should be the dry. The rain dry. Is, Little is the of enemy
3: chance. of the book,
1: seller. It is. But... Yeah. Sunday's not going to be good, but Saturday should be all right. Okay. No, good.
0: Yeah. You're all right then. Good. Now, uh, don't forget to follow the show on Twitter at Chelsea Fancast and make sure you check out the great blogs on our website, chelseafancast.com, uh, where you can also find all of the information on how to listen and download the show. And don't forget to join our Facebook group, facebook.com forward slash Chelsea Fancast. It's not that boring, Marco, is it? Now, uh, many thanks to my wonderful... I, I tell you, you've been blessed. It's probably the, uh, this is arguably the finest lineup we've ever had on one show, I think. Oh, you. You say oh. that every week. Yeah, yeah, you'll, you'll say that you next week. And you, and do. you know do what do. the great thing is? You don't... Because none of you buggers listen to the show. So, <laughs> you, <laughs> know, so you don't know that I say it I every mean, week. Well,
1: I, I would have listened to last week's. I was searching, yeah, yeah, I was searching for it yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. It I tried to yeah, the,
2: yeah. Th- download the podcast. Know, it wasn't around. Yeah, no, exactly. For some strange reason, it
3: wasn't on
0: Nurse! 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 Don't go! All but right, say okay. good night. To anyway, Clive. thank you. Jonathan thank Kidd, you. You've, been, got... you've been real. You've been real, man. I'm Can, Can I make me? a terrible admission
2: yes. to get it off my chest. On, yeah. You've never listened to the show. No, not that at all, no. Right. Um, last time I saw Chelt- Cheltel, I called him L.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what, L-Tel? L. <laughs> oh dear and I wanted to share that with the group okay. if that was okay no, he's still in the That's... country mate I'd have waited a while is he? I yeah. apologise no. poor old sorry Chill I called you L, yeah, L. he's I'll a legend it. you can't say that about Dan. I know it was dreadful of me mate it's been <laughs> anyway, lovely to see you again first time this year we'll see you in a couple of weeks I think two or three fun. weeks marvellous to be We're part, on the squad part of Roque. the team yes thank you we well, are on the squad rotation now thank you so I yeah. look forward to being on again but you and Dan are my equal first reserves you know that don't you Brilliant. So, some monk please, pulls I'm not out. i with that. Well, well, no, no, no. You are slotted in on a squad rotation. <laughs> but should somebody who's supposed to be on that week kisses get, Kiss get in instead? You're Dan. Oh, me or Dan? Whoever's most available. Oh, I'm always available. That's, that's the point. Okay. Well, if we do this thing that we were talking about, we might have to rejig I might, the schedule. We bit, might have to get you a more, more okay. regular. Cause I think I could hide another team. That could be quite fun. Yeah, I mean, could it? Okay. Yeah, we'll right. keep talking about that. Anyway, Jonathan, brilliant to see you. Fantastic see as always. Very uh, enjoyable. Very first enjoyable. time I've seen him this season, it's been a pleasure. Clive, uh, you know, in, Clive in your lycra. <laughs> Indeed, style. Has it kept you warm? Well, I was sweaty when I got here.
1: So oh, yeah. just you don't pen and ink, though, yeah. and
0: I didn't sit you downstream, which is a bit foolish of me. So no, no, you know. lots of deodorant
1: done beforehand. You, where did you cycle from? Just from the city.
0: All yeah. oh, right. Yeah. You've done well. It's nice to see you,
1: mate. And you, you. Enjoyed the show? Very much so. It's lovely to see Jonathan. Lovely oh! to see Marco. And
0: bang, there goes me playpad. It's all right. Still, it's still there. Uh, now we got you back in the not too dim and distant. Yes. well, I think a few weeks time.
1: Very much looking Great forward stuff to that.
0: No, I shall look forward to that too. And last but by no means least, the legend that is Mark Warrell. It's been lovely to have you back on the whoa, show. Whoa, buddy. Right? Yeah. Bravo, yeah, no, no, Bravo, definitely. Mark. Bravo. Uh, I don't think I'll see you on Saturday because I, I don't think I'm at the game on Saturday. Oh, uh, what? Shock oh. horror. At last day. Oh. Well, I've got other things to do which are a bit more important, so I've got, I'm not going to be there. What and, is more important in well, the game? Now, finally, 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 a massive, massive shout out and big love to friend of the show and former Chelsea player, Paul King Canners Canneville, who had a knee operation last week. Um, hope you're doing well, Paul, and we'll get you on the show soon, mate. A little coda on that is that um, when I tweeted out that I had you know, basically <laughs> broken two cars, which is why I couldn't make the show last week... Uh, I got a phone call half an hour later from Paul, who was worried that I'd had an accident. So he phoned me up to make sure I was all right. And I thought, <laughs> yes, how, how lovely! lovely I know. I thought that is yeah. just absolutely lovely. Anyway, I had a nice long chat with Paul. We had a good old rant about the city game. It's almost like doing a podcast on our own. Actually, we had great fun. Recorded um, it. We should have done. But anyway, he was he was in great form. It was really sweet of him to phone up, and I and I felt very blessed that he did. But he told me he's having a he was having a knee yeah. operation this yeah. week. I think he had it on Wednesday. <laughs> so hopefully he's alright and I said we'll get him on the show soon won't we, yeah, we like cameras on the we show do, don't we we do anyway that's enough we've got to go yeah. home you poor people have got to go home Yep, got to ride home to Islington uh, ok that is all we've got time for this week thank you Yay. for listening Chur- see you next Chur- time Chur- until Chur- then Chur- keep it blue keep it carefree and keep it chills <laughs> the Chur- chills